I sold my soul to the bottle Still none of my friends had left me yet I'm the same man I was since the age of 13 And I've lived my life with no regrets If you're looking for some freedom All it takes is ten drinks minimum If you're looking for rhyme or reason All it takes is ten drinks minimum All right, we're good. Okay. Hello. Ooh. A little hot. Turn that down. A little hot. A little hot. Let me pull this over here. <laughs> there we go. <clears throat> That's an interesting start there. <laughs> we're back. There. Yeah, we were off for we were off for a week, so I'm rusty. I'm rusty. Guys, nice. uh, <laughs> Billy's here. I'm Chris with Ten Drink Minimum. Uh, here, Billy is here. Say hi, Billy. Hey guys. Ooh, it's your boy Billy. <laughs> Holly Ann is here. Hello. James is still in New Zealand. What's he doing there? Uh, his mother is a was a it was a linguistics professor, and so he's there helping her teach linguistics. Apparently, uh-huh. that's pretty cool. Yeah, I don't know. So he's Some there. linguistic stuff. He actually tried to hit me up. Like, how do you say these words? And I'm like, ah, dude. <laughs> I barely even know anything about anything. Why are you asking me? Right. Uh, we have a guest host here. Your name is Robert. What, what's your last name? Eister. Eister. Let me get your mic here. Okay. And then our guest today is an old friend of the show, Russell James. How's it going, everybody? It's been a long time. Well, I think it's been about two years. I think I was on your show before I went on tour two years ago. Oh, wow. Maybe. Interesting. What have you been doing in the in the two years? Touring. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, what was the, our, our guest's name is again? Uh, what's your name again? Robert Eister. Okay. Or uh, Iceman. Yeah, everyone calls me the Iceman. The Iceman. Ice like, I'm pretty sure I heard Rob Meister. <laughs> I'm cool with that, too. <laughs> Rob Meister. <laughs> I'm going to start that's, calling you that. That's pretty cool, dude. Rob Meister. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, every time he goes on stage at comedy shows, you just hear all of us yell, Iceman! Why, why do they call you the Iceman? Because no one could pronounce my name when I first got oh, here. Oh, yeah. so it's just basically so one of those things where... it became thing. Yeah. Ah, yeah, I gotcha, I gotcha. <laughs> Colt T. Barnes is watching, also known as the Albuquerque uh, Wolverine. Oh, hello. <laughs> he, if, you, if you go look at Colt T. Barnes on Facebook, look him up, he looks like Wolverine. Oh. Like the, the, the Marvel character. I think he looks very handsome. Uh, Wolverine's well, a handsome guy. Yeah, like Hugh Jackman, dude. He's yeah. very handsome. Yeah. All iterations of Wolverine are very handsome. No well, did you ever see the one in The Punisher that oh. Garth Ennis did where he's like really short and his hair like all over oh, him? Yeah, never and, like, mind. Yeah. That iteration. Really yeah, 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 you see, you, watch, you watch movies, you know, uh. you can't really get a comic book history from movies. That's, that's, what, that's the Wolverine Chris was talking about. It's like, Chris, that's not fair. <laughs> oh no! If you see Colt D. Barnes, go look him up on Facebook. He looks like what well, he has like the he has like the sideburns that come all the way down, and then it's like shaved right here. Ooh. And he like he even did his hair up one day, like just in the like air. Wolverine. And I was like, I was like, oh my god! Oh my god! You just added him too, so like everyone's gonna go yeah. like Tendrick Nation is <laughs> gonna go and add Colt T. Barnes on Facebook. Yeah, I think he'll he's, like it. He's gonna get an influx of just women. Hey, there you go. Oh, 
Sorry, Colt, that I sent women your way. (laughs) (laughs) I think Cartoon Wolverine was my first lady boner. I'm pretty what, sure. What, back in like the uh, early like to mid nineties, yeah, that that one, that one was that the X Men cartoon. Yes, I, I would have to go with with uh, Jubilee oh, on that show when I went when yeah. I was when I was age appropriate. Yeah, and because she is she is a teenager, so not yeah. no more. Yeah, right. but like back then, it was I had a real crush on you. Just really, aged, I mean, contextually, aged like I mean, she aged as well as you. I feel like I, <laughs> maybe you know who knows what it's happened. Still to her, okay but at this. It's point. still yeah. fine. Yeah. Um, it's funny that we bring that up. I was at uh, brunch today, and that was on TV. X Men, the, 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 the cartoon. cartoon. The, the Where did you? Did you? Like, she's fine. It's like Wolverine. X Men was my favorite. That was well. Spider Man was right after it too. Yeah, yeah. It was either right before or right after it, and so it was like you got this hour of great Marvel before. Nice. You know, I mean, whatever X-Men crap so show my I sister like wanted to watch. Too, where they got like the Mojo verse and everything. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. 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 It's got weird. No, well, the <laughs> Avengers, the Avengers. I don't know if it's on Netflix anymore, but like the Ultimate Avengers cartoon that came that started in like 2012 is one of the best cartoons I've ever watched. It's it's really like it's it's like high quality 23 minute Saturday morning cartoons. You know, yeah. not like what is on Saturday mornings now, which is not it's really crap. cartoons, yeah. in my opinion. They're, yeah. They're boring. So, yeah, so we're drinking the Wavy Hour Ale from Tractor Brewing. Cheers. Mm. What, do you guys, Cheers. what do you guys think, man? What do you guys think it's of good. it? It's good. It's a really good beer. It's a really good beer. I like it a lot. I need to listen yeah. back. Oh, actually, we were talking about it off mic about like, how he's like, oh, yeah, it's the finish and whatever and the <laughs> notes or whatever, some shit. I'm like, I, need, I, need, I, need, I need to figure those words out and just say it yeah. every time I'm trying to. It's, otherwise, it's like, this beer is fucking slaps. It's great. Yeah, I like it. It's, it's good slapsable. stuff. It's like, <laughs> I, I want to be there like when you're at like La Cumbre and someone's like doing that. They're like, you know, I, I, I like this beer. It's full bodied. You know, it's got a little bit of hoppiness at the beginning, and then and then has and has really clean finish. And Billy's like, yeah, it slaps, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it slaps hard. It slaps hard. It's a banger. <laughs> <laughs> this is a banger beer right here. That would be awesome. Billy does say that things slap a lot, though. Yeah. Only if they it slap. Only <laughs> there are some things like that's really good. Does it slap? Not necessarily. Right. True. That's and true. so That's it's, it's, it's like a soft pack. Name, name <laughs> something that slaps versus something that does not slap yeah. but is good. Yeah. Um, I would say, um, the Power Rangers original series freaking slaps. Uh-huh. Now the uh-huh. one after the, the dinosaur ones was good. What? What? So Dino Force does Dino, not slap. Dino Force oh. does not slap. Okay. It's still good. Okay. It's just a light <laughs> padding. Okay, it's a so light like pat. light pat. It's like you know the, the last Avatar, great, uh, the series on Nickelodeon. The the core of uh, that one slaps. Now the core of the series afterwards, the the no. sequel does not slap. Does, does not, not does not slap. It was it's good. good. Yeah, it's, it's worth watching, <laughs> but it doesn't slap like the first one. I yeah, got yeah. you totally. See, now yeah. you guys have nerded it past me. I, I, <laughs> yeah. I no, no, but you are right. You are right about the last Airbender. I mean, that's yeah. like every every child should should be forced. I know. To watch I tried that. to make my nephew yeah. watch it. Forced. Forced. Was your like, just like you know? This isn't real. This isn't as, as good as like you know the cartoons that are on now that don't look like cartoons. Yeah, it's, I don't know. I, I, he's it's maybe not Fortnite. Watched, 
Um, yeah, he's way too into video games, yeah, which is awesome. Yeah. And he doesn't know how to ride a bike. Oh, um, but he'll watch. What? But he'll watch. That is that's a rough right there. And I tried to get him in the last Airbender, but he was wasn't See, buying. Just it. wasn't down. You yeah, say, you say that about the bike thing, and my eye twitched a little, and I'm trying not to be like the old people that are like this Fortnite and these video games. Well, Fortnite, yeah, yeah. you can be like that with Fortnite. Bike. Yeah. Yeah, learn so how to ride a bike. He can't ride a bike, but he can do 12 different Fortnite dances. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's not going to help you sneak out of your house without I, your parents. I've knowing. never I've <laughs> never seen like a Fortnite dance on the thing. Yeah, right, exactly. Well, yes. is it though? We don't know. We're yeah. old now. Maybe maybe, maybe, maybe Fortnite is helping. Just, yeah. <laughs> well, no, he's talking about like, like we, if you don't know how to ride a bike, you can't sneak out at night. Yeah. And I'm like, I didn't ride I my bike to sneak out. I could just walk. I don't think uh, kids. That's not a thing anymore, though. They no, just they just talk on Fortnite. They don't even want to go outside. Like, go well, outside, you little nugget. Well, it's okay though you because know? they can. They smoke weed in their rooms now. Yeah, like, oh, they don't oh, even yeah, hang yeah. out the windows anymore. Like, <laughs> <laughs> they just have a bunch of Adderall too. Yeah, yeah. yeah, oh, yeah it's fine. true. They're not even smoking weed. <laughs> that's yeah. a drug. They're yeah. doing like Addies. Riddies. I don't remember. Prescription wise, I don't remember who I was talking to. Some dry rips, Riddies. We were talking about dorm room days, and it's like. They're like, yeah, you remember, like, everybody would pack into a dorm room, and you're like, if someone wants to smoke weed, go over by the window and blow out of the the, 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 the paper towel. Out. The paper towel. The dryer the sheet. Dryer yes. sheet. The dryer sheet. This shit works, son. <laughs> Does it, it works. really? Yeah. Yes. It works, dude. Uh, kind of. I don't know. It I, worked for me. It worked all the time for me. I think that... Or you can never underestimate the power of denial. Well, yeah. it yeah, kind of exactly. worked for me until my dad caught me because my dad was a huge stoner when he was young. He's like, so why do you have this toilet paper or this paper towel roll in he's your He's like, room? why does it smell like dryer sheets and weed in here? <laughs> <laughs> I remember, I remember. Also, why are you watching General Hospital surrounded by Twinkie wrappers? And you're like, huh? <laughs> I, I'm watching General Hospital? <laughs> I remember the only time I ever got caught with weed uh, by my folks was like I was leaning out the window it was like 7 o'clock at night they're all watching Jeopardy or whatever I'm like leaning out the window smoking weed like yeah this is great they don't even, they have no idea I'm up here smoking weed and then I hear this pounding on my door and I'm like oh shit shit I'm like trying to shut the window but I don't want to drop the joint down outside yeah. that I have to go outside and actually go get it because that's a whole other excuse that I have to make <laughs> and uh, so I'm kind of like shut it like kind of on the um on the joint so it holds it in place and my and I turn around and my parents like bust through my room the locked door and everything like what are you doing in here it's like nothing I got my headphones on sorry I'm just listening to Pink Floyd man you know? <laughs> and like and then my uh, you know my dad's like what's all the smoke in this what's, where's all this where's all the smoke coming from I was like what do you mean <laughs> what, what's, what smoke and he's like uh, all the smoke that we smell it smells like you're burning something in here are you oh, burning same, something in here same. and I'm like what I just double down I'm like what smoke <laughs> I don't I don't know what you mean and they're like well but they said some parent thing because they couldn't catch me and they walked out and then you know, of course, the joint did roll down the window, so it went down. <laughs> Lit the house on fire. <laughs> no, I just went in the backyard, so I had to, like, I waited until everybody's asleep. And I was like, fuck, okay. Go out there with my flashlight and look around. There it is. Sweet. Uh, there's, like, half a joint left. Smoke it. And nobody's going to even tell. Nobody. I, and I got through that one, by the way. Nice. I'm amazing. The whole no smoke thing, that worked. And then the next day, like, you know, I come home early from school. And, like, my mom's like, I want you to show me what this stuff is. And she's like, couple bowls and like rolling papers and like a foil pipe you know mm. <laughs> like <laughs> resin all up in it and 
bag of weed. I'm like, well, that's weed, and that's stuff I use to smoke it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I didn't. They they weren't buying it. They were just like, we'll just do this when he's. Yeah, yeah. I remember we'll ambush him when he gets home. We'll I remember wait. when I discovered that my dad was a stoner. Uh, he came home early from work. I think he had suspicions that I was not being well behaved, and I was watching General Hospital because I watch it with my grandma. I still watch General Hospital. Um, but he comes home and he's like, "Oh, is that the Quartermain's house? That statue used to be in like this other house." And I was like, "How do you know that?" He's like, "Oh, I used to get stoned and." We only had three channels, so we would watch General Hospital. <laughs> That's funny. And uh, he's like, don't tell your mom. He's <laughs> like, as long as you do it here and you're safe, I don't care, but don't tell your mom. And he's all, and share. And, and, <laughs> and don't don't look in the, for my stash and my sock drawer. Or the don't way touch in, my shit. Way in the back. <laughs> you share your shit. Well, that's not fair. Life ain't fair. Well, by <laughs> that time. But he's dad's with all the time. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. what I would yeah. buy. My friend would grab his dad's weed and sell it to me. Yeah, he then he got caught, and it was not there. a good thing. <laughs> and then it's like, wow, I guess not everybody who smokes weed is a good person. Yeah. Not everybody's chill. Yeah. Everybody's chill about their weed. Well, my dad works for the government, so like he can't, mm-hmm. you know, so he didn't, he didn't want it in the house. And, oh, yeah, yeah. You know, he didn't have a stash. And Do so, you not want weed in your house? Because i got to leave if you're, if you're serious. <laughs> I gotta go. There, there is no weed in the house. None. <laughs> Let's just say that. <laughs> now we're just gonna get my dad and Chris in trouble. No, <laughs> this fine. has been a great conversation. We're, we're fine. Like everybody always goes, you know, how, how do you deal with that? And I go, well, I don't. Well, first of all, I don't smoke weed. Yeah. I don't do drugs. <laughs> and if they, and they're like, well, you're gonna get like, because here, here's what's crazy is we did this show in a dispensary in Colorado, <laughs> right. and my coworkers were like, ah, man, you're you're that's crazy. I can't believe you're doing that. And I was like, I'm not going to smoke weed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm just in that. And I mean, it's legal there. I'm in the place. I'm not buying any. And they're like, well, you're going to get tested when you get back. I'm like, okay. Okay. Yeah. So I'm what? Okay. I'm be fine. Yeah. 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 And I was like, like, I don't know if you've listened to that show. Uh-huh. I, I listened to it. I, I thought it was one of the best shows I've ever done. It was an amazing show. Because yeah. I'm, I'm, I was like, I'm going to do all kinds of research and then I'm going to show up and know all these things. And then I was, I didn't. <laughs> and that was the best thing I could have done because I was the ignorant American. Yeah. And I asked all the questions because, like, I thought we were going to go and people are just going to be smoking weed in the place. It's a party. <laughs> and they weren't. Like, no. you can't. You're not allowed to. Is this no. what you yeah. call the reefer? I think the weirdest show. Is this com- the marijuanas? <laughs> I think the weirdest comedy show I ever did last year, Royal and I and a few other comedians were invited up to the Cannabis Crawl in Durango. And we did comedy in dispensaries. Oh, wow. Um, did, what, did it go over well? <laughs> no, because it was basically like you were just doing comedy in Walgreens. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they're just or, there to yeah. buy their stuff. Or, like, a... So it's not like they're sitting down and listening to you and smoking weed. No. Because that's not what Do it's about. Do they even have anything like set up like that? They no. had a microphone. Kind of like in the corner. We were just kind of in the corner yeah. on a microphone. And these people are just, like, buying weed. I mean, it was cool that we got invited. And it was cool they were yeah. they were trying to do it, but... Uh, it was just a weird experience because people. It was like if a stand-up comedian was just doing comedy at the pharmacy in, Wal- in Walgreens. Right. They're well, like, "What is going on? Why are you here?" I mean, that, those generally we would say, "Well, there's a crazy person." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just like what at are least you here doing? Like, I didn't feel like it felt like a Walgreens. Like it felt like yeah. to me, like a if if they weren't selling weed, they could have been like a 
bad turquoise jewelry shop. Yeah, that with, too, or that with like yeah. the, the the wooden ladder. Oh, I yeah. know which one you went to too. Yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah, they're they're out in the sticks. Yes, yeah, they're which, really out in the sticks. Which at first I thought it was. I was like, that's a stupid idea to be outside Mm-mm. of town. I was like, there's one right in the middle of town, and then they were like, no, it's still a stigma. So yeah. if like you, if your coworkers saw you like walking right. in, they might be like, "Oh, there's no protection. There's yeah. no protection." If, if if even in the rec states, as far as I understand, yeah, it's getting a little hot, isn't it? Am I too close? No, it's fine. There's a uh, there's no protection um, for somebody on the job that gets a drug test. Yeah, yeah, because um, it's still federally it's illegal. It's still federally legal, and it, I mean, the, my wife and I were talking about this just the other day, like the conundrum that people would go through just to like. Because some people in the state have federal jobs, like some people yeah. in the state, sure, sure, you know. So, and you look at like Sandia, right? Like that's federal, yeah, you know. And like, there's a ton of places that are federal workplaces that we don't even, you know. And plus, like going on tour, like I always have like copious amounts of weed with me on tour. <laughs> and um, I think you told a story where you almost got caught last time you were on the show. I did, yeah, I, yeah in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, right? Yeah, yeah. with with the, the the garage when I ripped the. Arm yes, off the and then you like didn't even realize that there's cameras watching. The yeah, time. yeah, it was. It's a really good story. You're We're probably not the go Christmas again, party video. They're like, dude, watch this. Well, right. here's this guy. Look at the stone <laughs> do this. Um, but yeah, like uh, now I ah, now I lost my train of thought because you were talking about that funny story. Sorry, you were talking about those people with federal jobs and yeah. State. So like I go all over, and one of my things when I'm like when I'm touring is it's not just about playing music for me. It's about you know, getting into nature and like doing a bunch of cool stuff like that, recharging my batteries, uh, national parks, national forests. I camp. I don't really ever get hotels. Um, and, uh, yeah, you can't have, you can't have weed in national forests. You can't have it in any national parks That's right. yeah. or on national monument yeah. land. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> you know? but well, that's great. That's great, Russell. Going. That's just great. Oh, are you? <laughs> <laughs> I would just like to see somebody like reach the national park. You know, border and it's have to unload their weed before they go. Yeah, yeah. They, they like, drive sorry guys, I respect this, these we mountains. Have to scope all yeah, of this like if there's an actually like a, like a kiosk where you yeah. like get searched, your car gets searched as you go into Rocky Mountain. At Rocky Mountain National Park, actually, in, in the one campground that I always stay at, they uh, they do have a sign like on the campground sign that says marijuana may pr- be prohibited in the state. Blah blah blah. Maybe. blah. But well, it is not prohibited federally. I have, I have a funny story about federal and, uh, and, and weed. Mm. So right before I left my last federal job, there was an email sent out, and it was like, accidental ingestion of drugs. That was like the headline, right? <laughs> and they're like, you know, you know they're, they're like, the times are changing and things are blah, blah, blah. And they're like, if you feel, like, like basically it was said, no longer will they they hammer someone if they've accidentally ingested drugs, right? And they're like, so you get like one get out of jail free card. Well, and it was one of those things where it was like, if you think you, it's better if you if you come and say before if you think you've accidentally ingested drugs. And I was like, first of all, <laughs> isn't it always an accidental ingestion of drugs when you get caught? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, like you uh, tested positive for weed. That can't be right. Oh, someone must have put some in some food. I think it. My think roommate. I, I just like fell so. onto this joint with my mouth. <laughs> yeah. I ate a poppy seed bagel. 
<laughs> I was not doing heroin. Yeah. I was I only know. eating a bagel now. <laughs> Since when is that against federal law? <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen Seinfeld? <laughs> I just thought that was the funniest shit. I was like, I was like, so who's who's kid got busted and they're like well we need to set a precedent for accidental ingestion (laughs) that reminds me that reminds me of those billboards they had i don't know how real they are but they're those memes about the billboards that are like if you have methamphetamine just come and turn it into the like sheriff's department (laughs) you know like it'll be fine that's what that reminds me of was it it'll be fine our idiot brother in the very beginning look man i've just got these migraines i just can you help me out? He's like, you're a cop, dude. He's like, well, yeah, but I got these migraines. Can you please help me out? Yeah, I can help you out. And then he immediately busts him. <laughs> That's fucked up. <laughs> Paul Rudd. Paul yes, Rudd. Paul Good Rudd. old Paul Rudd. Did you see that Ming Chen met Paul Rudd? I saw that. I was so jealous. Did you see Ming's shirt? Yes. Did you know the reference? No. So Paul Rudd is a huge Cubs fan. Oh, and okay. when the Cubs won the World Series, they, they, they go to interview him, and he goes, and, and he's from Chicago, so you know his parents still live there, and he goes, uh, Kegger at my parents' house. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so Ming had a shirt that said, Kegger at my yeah, parents' house. Yeah, I saw that. I was nice. wondering what that was. Yeah. That's funny. Because <laughs> he's, like, like he's Paul Rudd, and he's just a fun guy. You know? yeah. mm-hmm. I, I, I feel like we guys. could be friends. Yeah. <laughs> hang out with Paul Rudd. Anyone could. He's he seems so easy to hang out with. He's America's he buddy. So you know. Long. I know. Right. Like Bob Costas. Right. He looks yeah. so good. I, what I love about him is like every movie he does, he goes on Conan and he shows It is Mac and Me. Yes, dude. That's like <laughs> one of the funniest the things. Same clip every time from Mac and Me, which is a fucking awful great And film. he always promises Conan that he will not do <laughs> yeah, it and then he and just he does, does it, it every time. Did you see when he did Ant Man? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he like shows that it starts out as Ant Man, and then it goes into that. Guy. Yeah, I love Paul Rudd. And then Ant Man pops up at the end of the clip. Like, <laughs> have you heard this this crazy shit about the Ant Man memes that are going around yes. right now? You know what I'm talking about? Yes. You haven't heard this? Uh. So there's like a you know how like the internet gets crazy. Like someone brings up like you can go on Imager or whatever, and someone will bring it up, and then all of a sudden it just fucking goes nuts. Yeah. So the new one is. How can they kill Thanos? And they said, well, all Ant-Man has to do is get small, <laughs> crawl up Thanos' butt, uh, and then expand. So I, I have been it's dying. so simple. I've been obsessed with it. Yes. Ever since it happened. And I have a friend that I we exchange memes all the time. Yes. And last night I had to send him one. It's like this guy that just looks crying. I think he's like a Christian guy. And he's like up in the... Like clouds, and it's like how Jesus feels when he sees Ant Man when he sees people talking about Ant Man killing Thanos by crawling up his butt. I like how I was, I was like about to tell the story, and you just started laughing because you just <laughs> already know. And it's like, and it's like, you're like, I mean, it would work though. Yeah. Yes. I mean, I didn't even think of that when I walked too. when I was walking out of <laughs> Infinity War last summer. I was like. 
well, you know, they, they're going to go back in time. And, they're yeah. gonna, they're, 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 <laughs> never and then it didn't even cross my mind that Ant-Man could crawl right up his ass and expand and himself. Just expand and just expand himself and he would die. And it's logical. take care of business. <laughs> he would be done. I mean, yeah, and then don't just like become like regular size yeah. Ant-Man. Like you need to grow to like 30 Giant. foot Ant-Man just to be sure. Blow his yeah. ass you know? And like it's one of those things where you're like, well, it's a movie... It could, I don't know, guys. You're right. You're right. You I know what I love? If it was like still a three-hour epic and was so emotionally. And then at the end, that's how it and ends. And then at the end, it's just like, <laughs> get up that butt. Yeah, get right up there. And that's just, that's how it that's ends. That's pretty so funny. Just do it. I mean, you know what? What's what? You know, so like, Avengers Endgame is in full promotion yeah. push yes. right now, right? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. It started about nuts. two weeks after uh, Captain, Captain Marvel. Marvel came out. Yes. And so it's like, and I'm I'm like, I'm a total nerd, so I'm following IGN and IO9 and all, the, and Gizmodo and all that shit, right. you know. <coughs> Excuse me. And, um, you know, one of the things that blows my mind is the trailer, the final trailer comes out like two weeks ago, right? Oh, yeah. Really emotional trailer. Mm-hmm. Really great. Immediately, like on on IGN they're just dissecting every fucking clip in there oh, right yeah. like they're yeah. just like they're like this is what this might mean this is what this might mean this is what, and then I love it because the Russo brothers come out and they're like fuck you guys yeah. you fanboys <laughs> none of that shit's gonna be in the movie they none literally said they said none of it mm-hmm. we never put things in the trailers that's gonna be in the movie no. we're, 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 we're yeah, yeah I know always, it's like yeah. we're trying to like keep it sacred like it was when we were kids mm-hmm. and Honestly, like I saw Indiana Jones and Last Crusade without seeing a preview for it. Okay, yeah, and that's like a really special thing. I saw mm. in the theater, old school style. There's yeah. only two movies at the theater, right? Yeah, and like today. Well, like I was, I was watching this uh, YouTube video about trailers, how how trailers are made nowadays. Mm-hmm. So basically, they make the movie, they film all these scenes, and the director's done, and they're in post edit, and then. They bring in either another branch of the studio or they hire a group that does this. And they will come in and they, the, the director and She's got the little baby editor, sneezes. Sorry. They, they have no idea. Um, th- like, they have no idea what the trailer's going to be. Like, this, this yeah. whole other group makes the trailer. Yeah. And there's now even awards for it like there's an award trailer making yeah. yes yeah, absolutely for trailer making mm-hmm. and half the time they'll use clips that are never going to be in the film yep and so basically they're trying to create a narrative in your head yeah. to fool you I miss the 90s voice during trailers yes. oh me too oh, yeah. it, was like, it was gonna have a hotel but then Dunstan checked in oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I miss that voice yeah. Their trainers. basketball team was the worst what, in the what's league. What's the last monkey movie that came out? What's oh. the last like dude or woman? In a, no, no, no. Yeah. no but, like, what's the last Dunks like, and Checks in? Like, you know what I mean? Like, right, right. like what's that one with um, every which way? But, but oh yes, yeah. you know? every yeah. any which way you can, and uh, every which way I don't know, but loose or whatever. Any, which, every which way but loose. Yeah. Which I love seventies movies like that because yeah. yeah. they would never get made today. Oh no. Oh no. And and like okay, well. Let, let's talk about whatever, which one of the... I, I can never remember which one of those movies is the first one. So let's talk about the Any plot. Any which way but loose. You're right. I've never one. heard of this. Okay, well, Billy, I'm going to explain the Clint plot Clint Eastwood and a monkey. Well, so, <laughs> yeah, so yeah. anyway, there's a guy, there's a guy <laughs> who him and his brother own a tow truck company. Okay. And... <laughs> 
They own a tow truck company, and they have they live with they all their grandmother also lives with them, and she cusses a lot, right? So then, on the side, on the side, he fist fights in like warehouses and like butcher, you know, places. It's a hobby. And then, it's like and then, what he does, and then he goes to country bars. Of course. What do you think? You want to see it? No, that's the movie. <laughs> no, dude, and you, you want to see that? You're crazy. You're, you're crazy, right? You want to see that? All right, you don't all right. want to see that. All right, well, how about this? He's the most famous bouncer in the world. <laughs> dude, no, you know they're going to remake that shit. They already are. They already are. And you know, you know what else I was just thinking they're going to remake is fucking. Um, Smokey and the Bandit. Yes. Oh. They're going oh, to remake Smokey and the Bandit. And I will punch. Okay, Billy. Like, <laughs> I love Billy. So, yeah, but, me too. They're, they're let, really... me, let me tell you, Billy. You can't get Coors beer on the Eastern Bar of the United States. <laughs> but you can get it in Texarkana, Texas. You sure can. It's illegal. Every truck that tries to drive that way gets arrested. All right. So there's these two billionaires that want to have a party. With Coors. With, with Coors. Coors beer. And they for have some to, other reason. And they have to hire a retired trucker. And his friend, <laughs> who drives a Trans Am. He yeah. sure does. Yeah. Well, I'm going to green light that. <laughs> and um, then there's also a one where uh, they need an elephant for some reason. And the only person who can transport the elephant... Is the same guy and his friend yeah. who drives the Trans Am yeah. and his girlfriend named Frog. Quick as lightning. Yeah. Quick, Quick as lightning, lightning, sir. Yeah. You know, all the way to Atlanta. I just, I, I just explain these movies. I've no, never seen any of these. I've never seen those are the plots. Those are literally the plots. And I love that one. They're all fantastic. Well, like, like Convoy? Convoy yeah. would Convoy. never get made today, no. man. So there's and a that point. movie's fucking all, only about trucking yes. it's only about driving a truck it is. and it's like illegally it, illegally <laughs> but still it's it, i remember watching it on like board. sunday afternoon movies mm-hmm. or whatever and just being fixated on the whole like, damn thing it. like, i like the, I like the oh, idea building in placitas new mexico what's up i would like the idea but uh if i may add something what if they did it illegally yeah to like you add well that's yeah, the thing and then and then <laughs> you gotta have some conflict yeah. all the truck all the truckers yeah. they like line up and fight the police mm-hmm. yes and his name is the rubber ducky there's a bear in the air there's a bear in the air i love i loved uh buford t justice mm. in uh smoky and the bandit buford t justice <laughs> get me a diablo sandwich yeah. and a dr pepper when I, no, when I get home, I'm going to punch <laughs> your mama. Home, I'm going to punch <laughs> your mama. The best was watching it on TBS. Jackie Gleason. The best is when you'd watch it on TBS and they would like, he's like, when I get home, I'm going to tell your mama what's up. That's not what he said. That is not what he says. No, no, no. He advocated for, you know, spousal abuse. <laughs> right. All the time. You can't do that. You can't you do that. You have to be now. the dumbest some bitch I've ever seen. <laughs> I've ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> and he's talking to Jackie his own Gleason, son. Jackie Gleason, man. Yeah. That's guy like, that guy had a lot of range. That's right. like the to the moon guy. All right, yeah, yeah. hold on. Let's <laughs> wipe all those clean. Underachieving little league baseball team. <laughs> okay. They cuss. They drink beer because their manager's a piece a of drunk. <laughs> the main kid is. Absolutely racist and misogynistic, but there's one kid who rides around on his motorcycle and he's really good. And if he joins a team, they'll win. Oh, and there's a girl that pitches. 
and yeah. she is there awesome. Is. She can throw a curve. She's like twelve. Right. She's. We think the best. I like. I like that. <laughs> See, did we tell you? Did, wait, 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 wait. Did we tell you Walter Mathau's in it? Right. Okay. Oh wait, you already said you liked it. Okay, and, yeah. he's, and he's a musician. <laughs> Walter yeah. I like. I like. I like. They remade it with Billy Walter Bob Thornton. Oh, that was a yeah. good. That was not bad. It was not bad. Okay. I went back. So when that one came out, I went back and rewatched the original, and I was just blown away. Like yeah. how bad it is and racist. That that's what I mean. Like full blown racist. Full blown racist. Because there's yeah. literally a scene where when she joins the team, he goes, "A girl." He's like, "Oh, because we didn't have n words." Jews, oh, right? Yeah. S word, Hispanics, yeah, yeah. And he's like, and you had to add a, a woman. And you're like, holy crap! <laughs> like I was like, I was like, that's a kid. They were like, here's your line, son. <laughs> you know? like, that kid was hilarious most of that movie. Though. Yeah, and he's like eight. <laughs> whatever, whatever happened to that kid? Yeah, right. He, he drugs. He's gone now. He's yeah. he's definitely dead. He's well, dead. the one kid, the one kid, Kelly, he went on to be Rorschach and uh, Watchmen. Oh yeah, he and then did. Freddy yeah. Krueger. Yeah, Kelly, oh. the main kid. That so he's he's uh, what's his name? He he's he's in a bunch of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He had a comeback. Uh-huh. He had like he had like this weird. That's comeback. it. No yeah. kidding. I can, you can see it in his yeah. face. Yeah, and his, like, Jackie weird teeth. Earl Haley or something. Yeah, Jackie yeah. Earl, Haley. which is totally a serial killer. Serial name. killer. Totally. Oh my god. Any three names. Uh, you know, when I saw that name on a poster for a movie, I thought that was the title of the movie, and it was just a serial. It was killer. just about a serial <laughs> killer <laughs> named yeah. Jackie Earl. Like Haley. you're like yeah. the, like the trailer park killer's been caught. His name is Jackie Earl Haley. Like you'd be like, yep, that makes sense. Yep. But he's yeah, he was a dude. You know what movie he was in? He was in Dark Tower. Which oh. was the biggest disappointment. I didn't see oh, it. Yeah. Wait, you told me not to. Like I told you straight up not to, and you followed my advice, and I really appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Huh? The Idris Elba? That one? Yeah, I mean, Idris Elba was great. It sounds like they're oh, remaking it. They're doing, uh, well, they're doing something weird, like on Amazon, where they're making it a, a more true to tale telling of yeah. it, and it's actually young, the young gunslinger, oh, and how yeah. he becomes what, you know. Okay. But, I, I and, you know. I was talking to Audrey the other day. We we have some hope for it. I, I, a yeah. little bit, but you know, it, that, those okay. First of all, the fact you think you can make a movie, one movie, out of uh, that whole thing, yeah. Yeah. out of a four thousand word, four thousand yeah. word epic, yeah, yeah, yeah. or four thousand page epic. Give, right? I'm yeah. sorry, four thousand words. The source material. I could do that on a Saturday morning. That it, mm-hmm. it deserves. Yeah, you know? absolutely. You it's throw it at they had a really ambitious idea, you know, and I can't tell you why. I know good. why they yeah. did what they did. You know, uh, if you read the series of the books, you can know why they did it yeah. that way. But it didn't do it. Didn't it work. Yeah. It didn't yeah. work. What they were trying to do just didn't work. And it was an hour and a half long. Yeah, it was like an hour and twenty-seven minutes with credits. So much. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. you find out the director's name. You call his house. Be all. I know what you did. Yeah. <laughs> you like, know what you. Like yeah, but you know, Stephen King's kind of funny too because like I follow him on Twitter and I follow him on Facebook and stuff, and he's always like, I just, I just saw. The first run of the first edit of Dark Tower, you you guys are gonna love this movie. It's oh. so amazing! It's the best yeah. movie I've ever seen. And you're like Stephen King. No, have you gone soft on a Stephen Whoa. King? Yeah. How many Stephen King movies? That's a good. That's a good topic. There. How many Stephen King from book to movies have turned out well? Green Mile, good Green one. Mile. Shawshank Redemption, yes. great one. Um, of later series. Uh, it was amazing. Yeah, the new okay. it My was understanding, good. I haven't seen it yet. My understanding is Pet Cemetery is better than I it heard even. The original Pet Cemetery was also really good. It was. Yeah. It was it really was. good. So let's put that on there. The, okay. the original. The okay. Shining. Yeah, but you know what? He changed that so fucking much. You know? Here's my yeah. problem with the Q. Cu- so I like the Kubrick film 
as a standalone. As a standalone. It's a good movie if you're not comparing it to the book. But the if you're comparing it to the King book. Came out and said, yeah, he hates yeah. it. He hates, he hates that one. Yeah. yeah. You know, they're making a book, they're making a movie out of Doctor Sleep, which is yes. a sequel. And Ewan McGregor plays yes. Danny, and it's going to be. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. And I'm, and I'm like stoked about it because they, at their, at this point in time, finally, while Stephen King's like 82 years old now, like at this point in time. I know He's like, he's in his late seventies, I think. Uh, yeah. At this point in time, they finally figured out how to get his movies correct. Well, yeah. and well, most of them anyway. And like the Dark Tower being the exception that proves the rule. And then again, some of the TV series, like Under the Dome, was a really, really the, awful. TV the Stand series. was amazing. The TV series back in the nineties. Yes. Yeah, they're making a movie out of the Stand now too, and that's also going to be. like... I really wish they wouldn't. I wish they'd do the same. He was in Creep Show. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Jordy Verrill. Yes. What, what, he he also directed a real piece. He wrote and directed a real piece of shit in the early nineties, late eighties too, when he was like all coked out of his skull. It's really funny. Sorry, we're getting into one of my autism special interests, um, and I could go and talk about it for the next four hours. I, I want to say Maximum Overdrive. <laughs> maximum <laughs> Overdrive. Christine. Wait, that's the one. No, that's the one, isn't it? Did that he, he wrote and directed yeah. for the screen. Trucks. Yeah, oh, yeah, I, yeah, I feel like that's the one. It's like an ACDC yeah, commercial. Yeah, yeah. Just killing people. Yeah. yeah. Who made who? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little scared for Doctor Sleep. So I'm a huge Stephen King nerd. Like, those are the first. I think Stephen King was the first author that I was like, oh, my God. Mm-hmm. I love him. Um, and Doctor Sleep, I'm a little nervous about. I'm not going to lie. Even though it seems like it's going to be cool. And even though it mm-hmm. seems like they're getting things right. I don't want to. I don't know. You don't want to put your hopes yeah. up. Yeah. Because, because they've been dashed upon the rocks yes. far too many times with his adaptations. My, my one big criticism about Stephen King is I feel like he can do a book that is so riveting for about three quarters, and then the ending is just, like, under-delivered. He, he has a tendency to under-deliver the endings, but I tend to like his most of his endings, But I, and I understand that criticism. Yeah. What The thing that I don't like about Stephen King, and this has to be said in this day and age, and I've talked with, like, my, my closest mm-hmm. friends that are Stephen King nuts, you know, something has to be said about his blatant... Misogyny yeah. and oh, sure. racism Absolutely. in his books, like, and he's like this ultra progressive, yeah. liberal yeah. guy yeah. Wait, in real really, life. Yeah. He's super liberal, you know, but he's like also like our parents' age and mm-hmm. doesn't know it's wrong to say this or write in write in an accent, right. like like the Dark Tower. Like, I'm sorry, like Susanna, like she, True. like they they write. He writes. She has two personalities, and one of her personalities, she's an African American woman. One of her personalities is like Amos and Andy. Oh, that's uh, right. Oh, Amos yeah. and Andy impression. Yeah, it's yeah. like real bullshit. And like, and then you, so you see that, then you see like a lot of misogyny. You see some homophobic sure, yeah, yeah, type yeah. stuff. Oh, yeah. You know, and it's like, you know, he's not like that. Well, but why, are, why is his writing coming out like that? And I mean, even well, like, Jerry Yeah. And that was, what did you think of that? I'm sorry but, to put you like uh, the woman in the room, you know, kind of thing. I am I'm wearing actually my really interested in the patriarchy earring. Yeah. Um, I I have mixed feelings about it. So, the story of the book is every woman in the world falls yeah. asleep and does not wake up. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So uh, I'm a writer myself. I don't write books, but I think that I am able to separate his his art from yeah. his from him personally um and sometimes i think that was the only one that i was kind of like i can't separate the art from being wow, offended okay. 
uh, reading the book. So it was you did you were offended. What, what story is? I'm sorry. Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't hear the story. It's a. Uh, what is it's it? it's called Sleeping Beauties. It's by yeah. him and his son. Oh, okay. And mm-hmm. it's about what would happen. And it's and it's an it's an allegory. Right. Yeah. It's a total allegory. It's a total parable kind of thing about what would happen if all the women just disappeared. Basically, yeah. they all fall asleep and they don't wake up. They get these cocoon things yeah. go over their faces and they just don't wake up. Um, I think that was the only. I think that's the only one that I wasn't able to separate the okay. art from. From my, you know, progressive female. Because thing. it's a good story, and you know when he, you know that he's trying to make this really progressive and liberal point, right? Uh, you know, this anti-misogynist point. But he, he still does has it this with way misogyny. Of, he does this. He <laughs> has this way of writing that's just kind of like really on the edge of what's appropriate, what's not appropriate, and it's almost like. How does a guy like this, who, if you follow him on Twitter or on mm-hmm. Facebook, oh, you yeah. see his opinions? Oh, yeah. Totally. How does a guy like this He's very vocal. end up writing a character that's just like, dude? Yeah. You know, and half of that book is good. Oh, yeah. Like, half, half of, of that the book, book is, is like really, really feminist. Then the other half of the book is like trying to hit the feminist bullseye and the dark goes into the and wall. And misses. Yeah. Right. Feet away, Completely. You know? well, I think that's the only one that I really hate, actually. That's well, probably see, his I only one. I don't know that book, but yeah. I mean, you talk about characters that he writes. Well, I mean, I feel like as a uh, if you're a writer, you do you have to write characters that you, you yourself yeah, hate. Exactly. To, you know, be and the I villains think, or be the, you know. I the think thing we, is, he doesn't do it with just with characters that he hates. He does it with characters that are Endearing, endearing like, sure, yeah. because that's real yeah. life. I mean, there are people who are endearing. That there are pieces of shit. Somewhat. I mean, no one's black and, and white. Those, yeah, I don't know. To the characters, it's three dimensional. It's like I don't know because there's people. I that, get it. I get yeah. it. You know, but for me, it's like if you've read a lot of Stephen King's books. Yeah, yeah. like I've I read like probably fifty of his books. Right, I haven't read that many. I probably read about twenty five. Well, then you. Yeah. That's enough to understand yeah. right. that Stephen King. The reason he's not considered like a great American writer like Faulkner or somebody sure. like that is because I mean he's a great American storyteller, but he's not a great writer. He uses the same. Uh, he, he, style of language yes. every single yes. book he falls in, the same he, he falls in all the same correct. tropes he does he does even you can predict his books like yeah. if you've read yeah. enough of his correct. books you yeah. can predict them that's why I Sometimes. stopped that's why I kind of stopped but yeah. um, you know it, it, the thing is is that he's so caught in this way of being as mm-hmm. a writer because it's it's <laughs> what he's done for 75 some books you know so he's like caught in this way of being and you know, I think that like he doesn't even realize that he's coming off in a certain, yeah, as a in a certain light. Sure, you know. But that being said, like I can tolerate some of his more ignorant things from back in like nineteen eighty four, yeah, rather yes, than yes, yes, two thousand eighteen. Yes, yes. yeah. You know, and and, I, and I'm going to say something that may or may not be unpop- very popular. I think his best work is the non horror stuff, like like really? nightmares. I don't and think any of it's really horror. Okay, I'll just say that right. Okay, there. but yeah. like one of my favorite stories he ever did is in Nightmares and Dreamscapes, mm-hmm. and it was about a little league baseball team. Mm-hmm. And I was like, when I first started reading this, I was like, what the fuck? Why? Why am I reading this? And I was just riveted. Yeah. And I mean, his best movies: Shawshank Redemption, mm-hmm. Yep, Green Mile, Green Mile, and. It is his best movie. The, the recent It is better. Than that that one's else. fantastic. Yeah, that movie is so unbelievable. Well, that's yeah. And I didn't want to go see it because the original miniseries, when I was a kid, was oh, so yeah. good. I'm sure it's shit if I rewatch it. It is. 
I'm sure. <laughs> but Tim, Tim Curry is still good. great. Yeah. Tim yeah. Curry's absolutely. He's still great, but everybody yeah. else is just crap. I was scared shitless. And then, you know, at the ending, then, but see, that's when I first started realizing his endings were kind of eh, is whenever like I was like scared shitless through the miniseries. <laughs> well, then, did you read the book? <laughs> I did, and the ending of the book is pretty fucked up. Yeah, I mean yeah. it's like definitely like well, so it's fucked up. There, and and the, and the book is kind of fucked up because he also like because in the book like they go have sex with the girl, with the girl, yeah, and, and you know, that's a total whole motherfucking. Weird. And he still defends that decision to write it that way because mm. he was called out when that movie came yeah, out. Yeah, he was. Yeah, you know, and like he was like, no, it it, it symbolizes them going from being innocent children to being adults, and I'm like. But they weren't adults. They, they were weren't 12 adults. Years they were kids. Old. They were yeah. kids. Okay, they were 12 years old. It was just kids, so, man. So, you know. Just children. It's just so like Stephen King, he makes these decisions with his writing that's just like yeah. absolutely contrary to what. It just seems totally tone deaf. It's t- yeah. Yes, it is. That's a really good, like, that's the best way to explain it. You seem so tone deaf. aware of yeah. everything based on your Twitter. Mm-hmm. And yet you, how do you disconnect from that and write this book and be like, this is the right choice Because to the make. thing is, is that Stephen King throws a lot of who he is in his writing. And it's like when you're reading his books and you've read as many as like Chris or we have, you know, like. She seems like she's read a lot. Yeah. And like, I read, I think, almost all of them. Yeah. And so like, really? when you read those, Jesus. you start to understand Kingisms. Yeah, you know King. what I mean, and you under you start to see <laughs> that he that I'm pretty sure this is the way he talks when he's hanging out at his house, with Tabitha. Yeah, you know what I mean. Probably, like you, yeah. you just look at some of the stuff, well, yeah. and you're just like, and you're like, this is this is just the way he talks. Well, yeah. I mean, it's he, not real he, writing. It's he just write, like he writes what he knows. Like right, he got yeah. hit by the car, he wrote all that into yeah. shit. You oh, know, dude, he, Dark you know. Tower is amazing for that shit. Yeah. I think that I thought that was really creative. When, right. Yeah. Rather than egotistical, which. He's a PT. <laughs> well. Yeah, I so I'm an avid reader. I probably read about a novel a week. Dang. Probably Damn. since I was about Do you have an e reader? Eight. I you know what's weird? Okay, this is gonna sound so crazy. I do have an e reader, um, but <laughs> I enjoy reading physical books. Mm-hmm. Satan. I know. It, I like the smell of books and the feel of books and all of that. Like, if I could find a vintage book that has that, like, old book smell, it makes me so happy because I'm a weirdo. Um, But, yeah, I I literally have read a book a week since I was probably about eight or nine. Uh, Not so much, like, here in the last couple weeks because I've been so busy with Mm -hmm. comedy and stuff. But, I mean, typically. And then when I went on the road with Kurt Fletcher, I think it was, like, two books a week. When I'm on the road, it's just constant. It's, It's constant audiobook. Yeah. I don't even See, I don't listen I to music do at all. But I'm driving like eighteen hours on my own in one right. stretch. It's oh, like yeah, sweet, yeah. you know. It's, you, what, what's it. the what's the audio book? The what's the Audible? Audible. Audible. Do you no, have Audible? No, dude. Fuck that shit, man. I ain't paying for it. <laughs> I got library, man. Dude, yeah, just use Overdrive yeah. Overdrive app on your library. Okay. You can get whatever audio book you want. See, I wish I could do audio books because that would make it so much easier. But for some reason, I can't. You can't pay attention. I can't. Yeah, yeah. I can't yeah. absorb it. So right. I like that, it's, like, tactile experience. Yeah, So, so when I that starts it. happening to me in the car, like, when I'm listening, I'm like, all right, now it's time to just turn it off and keep silent for a while because you're obviously, like, you're, like, your brain is wandering and you're having to rewind and listen yeah. again mm-hmm. and stuff. But at night, like, when I stop, it used to be that, you know, I'd have my iPad or my computer or something like that, and I would just watch movies or community or, you know, whatever TV show I'm obsessing over and, like... um, 
But then, it, like, last year maybe it was, it started getting to the point where, like, when I would stop and camp for the night, I wouldn't watch anything. I would just keep the keep the tape playing. Tape. Mm-hmm. Tape. <laughs> tape. <laughs> We're showing I, our age I am now. 39 years old. Yeah. <laughs> I keep just cranking saw, the phonograph. I, yeah. <laughs> I just saw a meme the other day that was, like, name something that you remember that if you referenced it, somebody younger than you would not understand it. And I love Is Star Wars it. out on tape yet? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, no, no. Mine was, was the laser disc. Oh, yeah. laser yeah. disc. Like yeah. when your teacher would pull out the laser disc. You had one laser disc player for the whole school. <laughs> yeah. what, what was your answer? Uh, mine was taking a number two pencil and fixing your cassettes. Oh, oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Like uh-huh. when they would get like. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say. Shockwave, the original Transformer. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> like, do you know what that? You know what he was? Yeah, he yeah. was a tape player. Tape player. Oh, and, I he, like and, that. and his and his cassette tape turned into like a little tra- yes. like a little his bird little tape thing. Came out and it was a Transformer. Oh, it was awesome. So cool. That was like seriously. That was my first Transformer I ever got. Yes, was Shockwave, oh. and that was they were metal. Yeah, like they were oh, fucking wow. metal, dude. Like my cousin or my cousin, like my, my my nephew <laughs> loves Transformers. He's got all these Transformers and they're all plastic. I'm like. Man, Crap! It's plastic. Yeah. I can break his watch of shit. See, I just broke it. <laughs> He's crying, but welcome, it welcome to real life. Yeah, uh, life is suffering. Get it, get it in your head. Somebody posted about Teddy Ruxpin and putting like a metallic oh, tape shit. in Teddy yeah, Ruxpin. Yeah, yeah. So funny story about that. I was like little. Why did I never think of that when I was? <laughs> my sister had one of those. I was days. little, little, and my dad. My parents were really poor, and my dad worked so hard to get me a Teddy Ruxpin. And I hated it. I was so <laughs> terrified of it. And he kept trying, and I was like, nope, don't like that. Do not like that at all. Why is that teddy bear looking, talking? Yeah. I don't like it. I'm going I'm to do something very 90s. Your, your dad's like, here's Teddy Rexpin, y'all. Hated it. <laughs> hated it. <laughs> that was Hate like it. Super 90s, right there. Do you but, remember that? Show, which movie was that? Living from? Color. It was, oh, oh, Living Color. Color. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was, it was uh, gaze on film. Two or snaps yeah. up in a circle. Yeah. Hated it. Hated it. Yeah, on anything, film. Anything, yeah, guys on film. That was what it was. Yeah, oh, yeah. And, and it was like, they would be like something with all women. They're all, hated it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. That's a good, good, good. Wayne Brothers oh, reference there. Old school. Yeah. I made a reference the other day and nobody knew what it was because I was hanging out with, you know, younger people, I guess. Uh, so when I was younger, I used to love In Living Color, Mad TV, yeah. Saturday Night Live, all that stuff. And there was this bit that they used to do, the the singles, like the dating thing where they would do the tapes, the dating tapes. Um, oh, yeah. The good. Uh, what was it called? Shoot, why did I bring it up? I can't remember the name. Yeah, you know, you film them, they're sitting in their desk, like, well, my Lowered Expectations. Lowered Lowered Expectations. I remember that. (laughs) They did not remember it, and I was like, this is so funny, though, because it's like Tinder. But slower. But slower. (laughs) (laughs) It's exactly like Tinder, because somebody was talking to me about Tinder and how, like, every time she meets a guy, it's just like, wow. You are awful, and I'm just gonna leave this date. And I was like, "Oh yeah, it's like that lowered expectations thing." And she was like, "What?" And I sang the song, and that didn't help. And then I had to explain it to her, and she's like, "That makes no sense." Like, so the the premise was just that, like, they videotaped it, and then like, what? I'm like, they would mail it to you. Like, never mind. Like, Google it or something. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, we, we have someone in the chat that's actually. In tomorrow, 
we have James Smiley in the chat, and he just said, oh, lowered hey, expectations. Oh. <laughs> Hi, Smiley. He's actually in tomorrow. Hey, James. He's, he's, he's on Monday. He's on Monday. Yeah, he's, it's like Monday. he's in the future. He's in the future. Hey, Smiley. Great to see you. <laughs> it's probably like a three in the morning there. <laughs> Question to Smiley. Are the Flight of the Concords the government in New Zealand? I don't know if that's Please true. Please answer that. God, I hope so. Is Tiki yeah. Watiti the president of New Zealand? God, I hope so. He's going to so. be in the new Star Wars series. What? Yes, yes, he is the voice of that, That you know, the bounty hunter droid. I'm not oh. nerdy enough to know his call numbers, but yeah. the, bounty hunter, the bounty hunter droid yeah. and uh, Empire. Oh, my gosh. Like, IG-88? Ooh. Damn it, you got it. Yeah, IG-88. Oh, no shit. Yeah, he's I mean, gonna I, don't know. I don't watch nerd stuff. <laughs> Shut up. No, but he's going to do the voice. It's going to be hilarious. Are you, you know, it's going to be hilarious. So we we, we got we're running out of time for the first hour. But like, do you do you watch? Did you watch what we do in the shadows? Yeah, I did. I, I did. So I haven't I seen the show yet. No, it hasn't started yet. Okay, yeah. yeah. I, I, the movie was so good. Though. The movie yeah. is so good. Classic. The movie so many is people, the best. So many people love the new that that third Thor, and I'm like, you have to watch this movie. Right. Yeah. yeah. There's like 17 mm-hmm. movies from New Zealand you need to watch. Yeah. 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 And well, do you know a lot of them are made by that same guy? Well, yeah. he, but also there's a, there's two TV shows. Because they're they're doing what we do in the shadows TV show, mm-hmm. and then in New Zealand right now they have it running. It's it's uh it's the police, the two cops. And mm-hmm. it's Wellington PD, mm-hmm. and it's the two cops in that town, and them dealing with the 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 what do you call it the supernatural, supernatural. yeah. And, you know how they they were just like clueless and like you know, mm-hmm. and I'm like I and it's already like I think through the first season, and I'm like oh they got to release that on Hulu. Well, yeah, get that I heard he was gonna make a sequel too about the werewolves. Uh, we we are wolves. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. With, 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 with the with the, I'm like so genius. How's it with that? Werewolves. We're werewolves. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I I think that it was really cool that Taika Waititi that he took all of the money that he made oh. from Thor. Yes, yeah, and, and, and what? He invested it into the show. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, that's awesome. What's going on? Right. Just oh, say I'm saying his mic is. Oh, I know up. it's it's way down. Yeah, <laughs> well, well, I was going to fix it at the break. You know, okay. I, I've been adjusting. To, okay, cool. yeah, I've been working on. It. Um, so we're we're at the end of the first hour. Uh, we'll give we'll. we'll We'll go through ours. Billy, do you have anything to promote? Um, no. Oh, sorry. April 1st. Uh, okay. That's uh, April Fool's Day. Ooh. Uh, Belmont will be playing at Sister. That's a joke. Are they? That's a joke. Are they? Yeah, well, but are they? Is this <laughs> real? We're, we're going to go up on stage, and then it's going to be something else. Did you know you, you should uh, just be like a, like a cover band, just out of nowhere. The thing is, like, we wanted to be a cover band. Oh, that would have been. But funny. then it's like Billy, like Bellama as because we we played we played as Devo on Halloween. Yeah, and then go up as Devo, but then like play Soundgarden. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all just a black hole show. And you have your little hats. <laughs> yeah, our uh, like what, what are, are those called? called again? Energy domes. Yeah, and then every time someone's like Devo, I'll be like. Uh, I don't know what that is. I'm like, why would you say that? <laughs> like, yeah. we're, Obviously, we're clearly Soundgarden. Soundgarden. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> so then, uh, um, Holly, you have... I do. I have lots of things. The Thursday, the 28th, I am headlining at Poké Poblano. Um, I believe it starts at 8 p.m. 
but that's a full 30-minute set. It's hosted by Royal Wood. Um, next Saturday, I will also be at Meow Wolf for Mustachio Bashio, which I heard is completely sold out. What? It always um, is. That place is full. Oh. <laughs> and uh, so if you have tickets to that, please come and see me. I'll be in the ch- mess. I'll be in the chapel. Um, <laughs> April 20th, I'll be at Moonlight Lounge. April 27th, I'll be at the African American Cultural Center. And May 2nd through 5th, I will be at the Southwest Chief Bicycle and Comedy Fest. Also, Tendring Minimum will be there. So. Yeah. Cool. Yes. Uh, Come through. Robert, what do you, what do you got through. coming up? Uh, I got, on the 21st, I'm doing the Albuquerque 420 Festival. Nice. Downtown. Doing hmm. a set there. Uh <laughs> For some reason, I don't know. <laughs> and then I'm also doing. I was 27th at Expo New Mexico. Yeah, yeah. I'm on that show with Holly Bird as well. So. Doing that. Oh, and Royal is on that. And Royal's well. on there too. Yeah. And it's for Ramiro Garcia. So mm-hmm. yeah, everybody come out. Uh, next Saturday, we will be live. I think uh, it's going to be at 5 p.m. Yeah. From Founders, which is a new speakeasy downstairs. From the liquor store in El Rey. Yes. Hmm. We're going to be doing the pre-show. This is our third year for the pre-show for the Best of Birthday Music Showcase. And um, I-, I could probably tell the story in the second hour, the wavy hour, of how that all happened. Because it's kind of interesting. You know, the thing is, I forgot about it. And you're yeah. like, oh, we're doing Best of Birthday. It's like, oh, shit. I should probably ask off. Did you ask off for it? I get off at five. Motherfucker. You son of a bitch. So I normally <laughs> close that day. Yeah, I know. So, okay, so um, yeah, so next next Saturday we're going to be at Founders. If you want to come down and hang out, uh, it only holds thirty people. It's yeah. very small, very tiny. It's going to be very interesting. So, <laughs> and then like Holly said, the sec- May second through the fifth, we will mm-hmm. be at the Southwest Chief Bicycle. Uh, what does it say again? The in, Southwest in- Chief Bicycle and Comedy Fest yeah. in Trinidad, Colorado. Yay! And that leaves us last with our guest Russell James. Do you want to? What, what would you like to promote? Well, I've got, <clears throat> I've got a couple Albuquerque area shows. Um, Tractor Knob Hill, April sixth, and Zinc. which is always a good venue for you. It, it, people seem to like me there. Yeah, um, and then uh, Zinc on April eighteenth. Okay, and that's at eight p.m. I think. Um, the other one's at 5 p.m. But then I, the big thing is I've got a new single that just came out a couple weeks ago called You Got Me Bad. So you can search me on any streaming services. Can I pull up some music to play for you? Mm-hmm. Where would I go? Uh, what do you have? What do you use? I mean, can I just like Google? SoundCloud. SoundCloud. You, yeah. Uh, it's called You Got Me Bad by Russell James. Um, and it's total departure, really, from what I've done. I've always been kind of, well, not always, but... In the past, Americana kind of folk, and I'm just not there anymore. Not what I do. Not what I do. So, uh, yeah, please look it up. I'd really like people to hear it. So, so it's Russell James, and it's going to be on SoundCloud. Listen, SoundCloud. Well, I mean, SoundCloud. you can you can you can look it up on any streaming service you use. Yeah, Spotify, Apple yeah, Music, Google Play, whatever cool. people want to use. Uh, free listening. Okay, cool. So, and what's what's going to happen is is on the YouTube our YouTube channel for this they're going to pull it out because you probably have it on like cd baby and all that shit it's yeah. it's published yeah yeah and let me That's find funny. it let me find it yeah uh, like when i make an iMovie 
like I can't use any of my songs. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> <You know? laughs> it's like I'm like that trying to make a little eye video, and I'm like, "Well, I want to use this song from this album," and then they're like, "No, you don't have permission." I'm like, "I'm him. I'm him. <laughs> I give myself permission." <laughs> what's what's the name of the song again? You got me bad. Mm-mm. Um, I'm trying to find I want to tease a second out. Have any of you guys ever pulled off or fell for like a really good April Fool's prank? Yes, I've never fallen for um, a good one. And I, ha- I am the queen of pulling April Fool's pranks on oh, nice. people, yeah. but really? I have fallen for some some doozies. Ooh, Pornhub got me real bad. Like, <laughs> was it the one where it said that you had? Yeah, it was like we're it? sharing it with everybody. I was like, God, hats off to you, Pornhub. Nice. For a second there, I freaked the fuck out. Nice. So yeah, we're gonna take a break, uh, you know, to do all the things we need to do to reset. Um, you can always check us out on tendrinkminimum.com. We also have uh, facebook.com forward slash tendrink. And if you go to tendrinkminimum.com, you can just check all that shit out. Instagram, everything. Um, and then we have our beer at Tractor Brewing, which is called the Wavy Hour Ale. Go there and drink it. That's yes. what we're drinking during the show. And uh, you should be drinking as well. But always remember, never, never get, get too drunk, drunk to jerk, jerk 10drinkminimum.com.
Welcome to the wavy hey. hour. The kids, I think that's what the kids call it. Is that what's going on? That's what I this heard. This is the wavy hour. We still got wavy. We we still have wavy hour ale left. I'm pouring it right now. Billy, do you need some more? I would love some actually. Here, let me give me my. Uh, oh, we're feeding back. Do you have a glass my, over my, here? I'll uh, fill it up. This here. is from Tractor Brewing. Big shout out to Tractor. I was there last night. Um, there was a whole um, pres like a trail. Um, whole thing about albuquerque trails going on i'm all about new mexico preservation of wildlife and like whatever like national parks it was interesting yeah. worst stand-up i've ever seen <laughs> <laughs> i was like who cares about dirt <laughs> i'm just kidding it was funny because also it was like a giant rei commercial because rei <laughs> and oh shit and so it was it was fine and some people were like, "Oh my god, this is like whatever." They're and like, then, "They're like, they're like." There's erosion. I go, "Duh!" <laughs> it's called the wind. And there's people like you know having the problems with the, with the whole presentation. I was like, "There's a dog right there. Look, you're not you're not looking at the dog." So we have we have Robert Eister on the show. Maybe you can agree with us when you're doing a a, a comedy show or something at like a brewery. There's always. Those folks that are just, they're not there for you. Oh yeah, always. And uh, let me let me. And they they don't want you there. Not yeah. Not and, close. Yeah. And so like they came out to have their own night. They, well, they're there with their friend, mm-hmm. and we're having a conversation. And you're louder, so we're going to talk louder every time you talk. Yeah, that's the other thing. Like we're not going to change ourselves because you're here. We're just going to keep ourselves here and like make our presence as known oh. as possible. We had those people last night. It's like a table of like just dudes, and then they're just like that doesn't when, sound like dudes. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> just trash. Anyway, so it was fine. They actually were asked to like, you know be quiet, then they left. It was fine, but it was definitely. And I was actually I was really surprised because we've done we've done shows there. I play shows there. There's people talking. You know, yeah. I've gotten used to it. It's fine. Yeah, um, it's probably not fine, but it just I'm it's just normative. normative. So um, it was really quiet, and so with, uh, I was I'm friends with one of the uh, the speakers last night, and she was like in her mind, it's like, hey, no one's going to be listening to me. You guys have done a show there, and people are just you know, but everyone there was there for the whatever the event, and yeah. everyone was quiet, and she was so freaking nervous before she went on. Of course, because mm-hmm. I mean, you're going to get in front of people. What is like? Uh... Like, what is the one thing people, like, they, they've done the studies. The number one fear is talking in front of people, yeah. Over, Public over speaking. Death. Over yeah. death. Like, wow. I'd rather, most people would rather, like, get shot or held up than speak in public. Right. Which is crazy, because all three of us do things in front, like, you, you, you're a musician, 
you're a comedian, mm-hmm. and then like you, you know, you do, you know, it, we're all, and then I do podcasting, and I do MC work too. Have you gotten like the brave conversation? Uh-uh. People come up to you like because I get that sometimes after I'll do a set, people come up and be like, "Dude, you're so brave." Getting up there, okay, and then I've actually been like, "What do you do for a living?" And I got one time I was like, "I'm a firefighter." Yeah, I was like, "No, you're much more brave than me <laughs> right. on any standard." Like, right. I get up and make you know bad dick jokes. Like, so this is it, not. Let, that's a good question. So, does it make you guys nervous when you have to stand in front of people and you have to do your thing? No. Well, I, no. I guess, but also I can. I'm very good. At placing those emotions aside for whatever you need to do, I still I'm nervous in a way, but I still sweat. And I, you know, I definitely yeah. before I'm up, when I'm there, I'm fine. It's more like I, anxious, you know? yeah. Like, I'm a, yeah, it's anxiety. I'm more mm-hmm. of like scared of the last like thirty minutes of Titanic than I am of right of like being on stage. Yeah. Well, I don't, I don't know what it is, and I don't know if it's conditioning or what. I don't give a shit. Like, I was telling something that the other day. They're like, how do you... Someone asked that. They're like... I was telling them. I was like, oh, I've been on stage at the launch pad and all that. And like, how do you do that? And I go, I, it doesn't bother me. Like, it's zero issue. Mm-hmm. Like, if someone was like... If, like, you know, you had a show and, like, I'm in the, you know, I'm in the audience, like, hanging out. And you're like, hey, will you go, like, uh, tell the people that we're going to come up? Yeah. All right. No problems. <laughs> and, it, and it doesn't bother me at all. And I don't know if it's doing this show... Or if it's doing things when I was younger, because I, I did a lot of, like, I took public speaking the last year of college, and I only showed up for the speeches. I never went to class. Mm. And she's like, I want to give you an A, but I can't because you haven't been here. <laughs> she goes, So they gave me a B mm-hmm. because my I, I, I walked in and killed it every time. Mm-hmm. No. And it's just, it doesn't affect me, doesn't phase me whatsoever. Mm-hmm. But I mean, if I was like, someone's like, go do stand-up comedy, I probably would like, fuck it up. But I'm, you know, I'm but you'd be like, comfortable in that situation, yeah. Because I did like speech and debate, and I did theater my whole life. Him too. And I'm at the point yeah. now where it's like, I'm, I feel more comfortable on stage yes. doing my shit that I've written to a group yes. of people that I do sometimes having a one-on-one conversation with someone I don't know and like okay. don't care about. You know, like yeah. it's yes. I've like, just I've accepted that. You know, and and plus once you hit that point too, like I don't know, you're a musician, right? Yeah. I don't know what it is for you, but like once I have that first joke hit and like I get those first laughs, then it's just like done. Okay, we're good. Done. We're, we're good. good. Like I'm just gonna keep going from there. And I was yeah. like, I, I was in speech and debate, and like, I, I'm, like I've done my time as an orator. Stand-up comedy actually does scare me. Yeah. And I've talked about doing it for years. He, did, and he it, has, yeah. And I've been booked for like a comedy show, but it fell through, and I'm like so relieved. It's like, oh my god. Yeah, <laughs> I think though if you went and got if you went and got there and you did it, you'd be like, ah, yeah. I, I just you know break the, you know bust my nut. That's the first laugh you get. That you're like, okay, then I <laughs> no, can do this. You're not not bust my nut. I like break because you're gonna fail. Oh, you're gonna pop bomb. the cherry. Yeah. Pop the cherry. You got to accept that. Yeah, yeah. you're gonna fail. <laughs> I, I mean, we've done our show, this show, in front of audiences, and it's been fucking terrible. Mm-hmm. And it was, but it was one of those things where it wasn't like people were sitting there going, "You guys are horrible." They just ignored us. Yeah, they completely ignored us, talked over us, and ruined it. And we were just like, "Well, chalk that one up to you know." But at the same time, you're at a point where you had the opportunity to do that performance. You know, that's correct. Whether or not it went well, then 
you're still good on you for getting that opportunity. You know, yes, yeah. it's, it's different for this though. Like I, I can always count on Chris for picking up my slack, mm. and, so to speak. And then, whereas if it's a comedy show, it's I'm all a, it's I'm all me. What's <laughs> I like people that are like improvers that also do stand up, which there's a lot of like crossover in this town. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But there's some improvers that don't have any desire to do stand up because they like improv because you always have you someone else someone. on stage with you. You know? Yeah, that's you so always got someone that's to actually, back you. Yeah. Makes sense. And that makes sense to us because like Billy and I, who's off camera, Billy and I have been doing this show for six years. And there's times when, like, we our chemistry such that he can he knows when I'm running out of gas. Mm-hmm. He knows, and he comes in, and then I can roll in like the same. Like I can, I know when Billy's about to finish. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like I know when his point is about to hit, and I can come right in and boom, boom, boom. That's why uh, like those duos were always so yeah. great, you know, Abbott and Costello. Yeah, I mean the Marx Brothers to a yeah. certain extent, like Romy Michelle, Romy and Michelle, <laughs> their high school reunion, Nelson. <laughs> no, I'm just they Nelson could, and Mandela. You think they could have pulled off that dance at the end without each other? Oh, right, right, exactly. Right. Yeah. Who was the guy that was with them? There was like any kind of oh fuck. Uh, what is this? He's, yeah, he's an actor. He's, <sighs> he's some yeah. guy. So. <laughs> Tell us about yourself. How long have you been doing comedy? Oh, man. Uh, like, seriously? Just yeah. a little over a year since I moved to Albuquerque. Really? Where did you move from? Uh, I moved here from Rio Dosa, New Mexico. Oh. And I did stand-up a couple of times there. I know like, a lot of people from Rio Dosa. An open mic there. But, like, open mics there were all music. Yeah. And, like, oh, it's maybe funny. I'd get up and do some jokes, but it was, like, half the room. They're like, they're like uh, we have a comedian tonight. Yeah. Like, you know. Weird. <laughs> Sometimes the guy hosting open mic would be like, "Do you want to do the yeah, show?" And I'm like, "I don't think the people there want me to do the show." And then before that, I was in Australia. Makes good wow. money out there in Australia. I was in uh, <laughs> Austin before that, and then Chicago before that. Damn. But uh, the, I first did stand up when I was like in high school because I had a buddy Alan, who wanted to be Dane Cook. Alan, oh god, Alan Cummings. That was Romeo and Michelle. Mm-hmm. Okay. How do you feel about Dane Cook? Uh, man, he recently like reappeared on the scene because yeah. he's going on tour again, and uh, I don't know. He was he's one of those things that'll it'll always be a part of like my yeah, growing yeah. up because he got so popular so he fast. Did, he did, I remember this, and yeah. he totally owned like the whole MySpace thing. It when was that like came 2010, out. I think, is what it was. Yeah. But it was also at the end of the day, like most of his jokes were just him yelling things. Well, and he stole shit. And he stole shit. Yeah. So well, but I mean, what I wonder about the Dane Cook thing is, I thought about this the other day, because like Dane Cook was like the biggest shit for like the longest. He was for, so like, for, huge like, for like two years. Yeah. The Sufu, yeah. remember yeah, that? Yeah, the, uh. yeah, the yeah. And then all of a sudden, everybody found out, like you know, Carl, around the time Carlos Mencia, and you know, some people got outed that they were stealing jokes because the internet exists, and they found out he did. And then, like, Louis, Louis Anderson, all of a sudden, people were like, oh, so the jokes were his. And all of a sudden, like, Louis started, mm-hmm. like, to make his rise. And then even on the show Louis, he had yeah, Dane Louis, Cook on. Yeah, he had Dane Cook on there. And to kind of, like... But that's also the weird flip is, like... Right, and now... That now, was the worst thing you could do back then. Yeah. And now we know everything that Louis C.K. has done. No. It's like, so, are you going to be mad at him for stealing jokes? At least he didn't masturbate in, in the plant. In front of women, like, yeah. yeah and so now I wonder if there was like a moment Dane Cook was like, 
yes. <laughs> it would be like Louis. called him up. He's like, "Fuck you, buddy." Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for having me on your movie. Hey, you want to be on my show? You want to be on my show, Louis? <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> he was doing like almost arenas. No, he sold out Madison. He sold out Madison Square twice in like consecutively. You know, you know who had done that before as a comedian? I don't know. It was Andrew Dice Clay. He was like the only one that had, I think. And it's like, and all of a sudden, Dane Cook. No, he was the biggest comedian in the world. And he was like, you almost want to call him Dane Cook because he was just like, oh, like crazy all over the stage and like. Didn't he? Was it like the he came to Eastern as like a. Because we, we, Chris and I went to Portales. Eastern New Mexico University. And so I think he was there. I like, heard about this, yeah. yeah I, don't, I don't know if, I, if that's true or not. But it's like, oh, yeah. Before he was big, yeah. Before he was big. And yeah. he, was, like, he came to, you know, played in the, what, is, what was it called? The basement or whatever. Yeah, the, the student union so building. The, the, the sub. sub. Yeah. And, yeah, he did. I, I've heard that story. I actually saw when I was at Eastern, I saw David Spade. Yeah. And oh. I thought he was fine. And there was a lot of people that were like, oh, because like, they paid him like ten grand to come there. Jesus. And I'm like, no wonder people fucking do the college scene. It's like $10,000 to go to school, you know. Because I saw Ice Cube a couple months ago at uh, at uh, New Mexico Highlands mm-hmm. in Las Vegas, New Mexico, which for people that are outside of New Mexico, you would never think that would happen. But, I mean, they they found out he was in Denver. He was going to Denver. And so they got him the night after while he's driving towards towards Texas. Mm-hmm. And it's like. If if you're Ice Cube and they're like we're gonna give you ten thousand dollars for a night of work which is two hours, two, two hours yeah. yeah, you're gonna be like fuck got a whole audience of kids that decided to go to school in Las Vegas, New Mexico. Yeah. And it's the thing like you kind of like universities will bring in these acts they know they're not gonna make money back on. Like I think well the Ice Cube one if you were a student you got it for free. If you weren't the cheapest ticket was forty five bucks. Oh smokes. Man. So I mean. I don't know if they did or didn't, but all I know is that Lifehouse they still, have, they still have to spend it. Lifehouse came to Eastern. Oh yeah, <laughs> and that that <laughs> that that, that arena was maybe there was like, like a quarter full, three hundred, four hundred. Uh, yeah, but it was set up for like thousands of people. Oh yeah, and then in like the production, the the the, the you know. The, the, oh yeah, they have the full everything, dude. Mm. And, and they were off, so not into it. I mean, they it's Lifehouse. It's Life. Dude, and I was so, their security. You were security for Lifehouse? I was their security. Damn. Like, I walked them to the stage. Mm-hmm. I walked them back to the dressing room. If people got close, we had to push them back. <laughs> and it was like, it was like, and they were just not into it. They were just like, let's get this over with. <laughs> I do remember, because I think I've told this story before on the show, I mean, probably a couple times, but how... They were so extra mm. in that they needed all this catering involved, but yeah. they didn't eat any of it. There no. was like pizzas, there was like there was meat ten trays. Pi- there was ten pizzas. I remember this vividly. There and was like ten f- pizzas. There was a full fruit tray, f- like two or three meat trays, mm-hmm. Gatorades, um, bottled like, water. There, there was, I know it, it was eight hundred dollars worth of food, and the guy, one guy, ate an orange, and one guy took a Gatorade. And they ate, and then the thing is, the big story was they went to the subway and they. Ate oh, there. that's right, they ate at subway. <laughs> well, they also went to. They also almost. They were almost late because my friend was driving them, mm-hmm. and they wanted to go to Fort Sumner and they wanted to see the Billy the Kid gravesite. Because it's worth seeing. It, yeah, it's, well, it's it's far away. Like it's why would you way out in the middle it, of nowhere? An hour, it's yeah, an hour there, an hour back. They didn't know that. They were just like, we're in New Mexico. This is what we want to see. And they're like, okay, well, fuck it. And then, like, when people aren't there, like, people don't see, like, 
yeah. spectacles like that. So no. they didn't play that one song right away that's um, falling even more in love with you. And so anyway, that was her encore. And then so they, they walk off stage. And they were like, they didn't even play that song. And everyone was getting so upset. I can remember these like 12-year-old girls. Yeah. Who were like, they didn't even play that song. Oh. And of course, they came back and played it. And then I'm sure. It's like, they're going to do, they're going to play it, asshole. They, tr- they were trolling us. Yeah. Troll- How did they troll- do like another set with a song that wasn't that, though? Because that's the only Lifehouse they didn't song play, I know. I don't remember. I don't, I don't remember. I was did security for two bands. One? For two bands. And it was Lifehouse and Blessed Union of Souls. That was okay, the other I, I, I know that name. I'm sure I've. And I don't that. even remember the song they sang. I almost let me pull this up. I have to know this because I thought about this the other day, and I was like, "What in the fuck was the song that they sang?" I mean, you kind of. Almost... They were cool though. They were fun. Like the guys, they were really nice. I liked them. They, I mean, as a people. I mean, I I feel that some bands should cater to people who just like that one hit wonder, and then play it for like over oh, and yeah. over again, for, like thirty minutes. Like if I saw that Lou band Bega, exists, like if I saw Lou Bega, like I don't care about any of his other music. Can you just like j- like rock out Mambo Mom, Number whatever. Five for like forty five minutes, and I'd be okay. It's like worth the price mm-hmm. of admission. All right, they're gonna rip this. Out I used to live in Rio Doso, and Rick Springfield still goes there every year. And I know he just hits. Oh Jessica. hell yeah! This song's this doesn't slap, but it's a good song. Doesn't quite slap. I think it's if I talk over like it won't the the, the algorithm won't catch. It might not. Yeah. He bought me for me. Just because I look like Robert Redford. Okay, this is the other Lifehouse song. Okay, yeah, I take no, it back. The song that was Blessed Union of Souls. Oh, that's so Blessed Union of Souls. They also okay. played there, and I was also their security, and they were super fun. Like, we're walking down the, the, the corridor to go to the uh, arena, and this hot girl with, like, a half shirt and just, like, abs was, like, walking by. And the lead singer had, like, a bottle of water, and it was all cold. And he's like, ooh, jeez. And she stops, and he, like, puts a bottle of water on her abs. He's all, yeah. And then he just keeps walking. <laughs> <laughs> Why he did that? And I was like. Because he can. Because he could, yeah. Oh, my God. Okay, so here's, like, the crazy <laughs> thing. Because Chris and I were at that concert. Because I worked that. Not, well, I yeah. worked. I worked the backstage, so like whoever came through, mm-hmm. make sure make sure they had like either a pass, like credentials to get yeah, backstage. Yeah, yeah. And so I was next to the stage, and I actually got to see them play. Yeah, it was it was fine. And then Chris was there. We probably were like either like saw each other or like we didn't know t- each other. It's we didn't, we didn't know. We, we, okay, so we we didn't know each other at all until yeah. we both moved to Albuquerque. Right, right. Mm-hmm. And so that was one of the nights where we were in the same place. We probably yeah. like brushed shoulders, but we didn't even know at that time. I remember going to the meeting. It was at Pizza Hut for the security thing. And they brought in like this guy who had been around for a long time. And he probably had like done was he, some... Was he the best roadie? And he was one of those roadies. And he's <laughs> like, well, there might be a thing where some guy gets a girl up on his shoulders and she might pull her shirt up. You just gotta let it go. <laughs> and I was like... <laughs> I, was right. like I would say That's like not happening here. nine times out of ten. I'm sorry, 99 times out of 100. No one's gonna care. Especially if you're working a concert. Fuck? No. As a guy, <laughs> I'm gonna be like... Mm, nice. Good well, choices. As, as a woke guy, I'd be like, that's fair. She for chose free, to do free, that. free the yeah. nipple. It's two. Th- as, a, as a woke individual, yes. as, it's it's 2007, guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, everybody they say can... hello to Royal Wood. He said he said 
my Robert. Hey, bro. <laughs> yeah. I love that guy. But yeah. And, and it's funny because, like, I was like, so then I was excited. I got more excited about the concert because <laughs> I was like, shit, we might see some, some boobs. And then that never happened, of course. And have you ever been to a concert where that's happened? Uh, where boobs come out? Yeah. Have I? That, I've. No, actually, no. no, no, never. I have. I feel like those are like the worst concerts. They, just it, for it, the it, worst it, bands. And so it, you're correct. Yeah. <laughs> was that like that's, were you with a bunch of juggalos assessment. or something? No, like, where, close. Where, where close. Were we at? Kid Rock. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, pretty close. That's... Sure enough, all of a sudden, like I'm, I'm like at the Kid Rock show at Isleta, and there's a big screen. And then it switches to a woman, and she's like, like, like the camera was already there. Like I was like, how was the camera already there? Mm. Yes, free the nipple. Yeah, ba with the ba. <laughs> yes, yes. The dang today. Come through. So, no, but like I would say that's never happened because like I'm gonna go see Cricket Modest Mouse in El Paso. Yeah, nobody's gonna lift their shirt up for. Well, yeah, for no, Isaac I don't go Rock. to shows where that happens. Right. Well, I had a friend that was like, he went to uh, White Zombie. Okay, and he's like, "Yeah, man, it was crazy." All of a sudden, uh, uh, Rob Zombie's like, "I want one of you, all you women out there to find a stone cold, stone cold awesome looking motherfucker. Get up on his shoulders and let's see those titties." And I guess it happened all over the place. I was like, "Holy, really?" There were so many stone cold looking motherfuckers <laughs> at that show, <laughs> and that's like, the that's bottom. What's line. the ratio here? What? <laughs> yeah. Right? I'm looking out to see people, and all you guys fucking look like Stone Cold you Steve You all Austin. look like Stone Cold. <laughs> right. 316. Right. I mean, it's really all it is. It's just yeah. a white guy that's bald with a beard. Yeah, that's, that's true. That's well, f- and somebody asked me the other day, they're like, have you ever crowd surfed? And I was like, no. No, I haven't. And, like, when I when I moved here, like, I, I hadn't gone to a lot of concerts before I moved to Albuquerque uh, 11 years ago. And... By the time I got here, that was kind of like ending. Yeah. I've seen it a couple times, but it was ending. I feel like people don't do it as much anymore. Well, they, you know, they like really... It's... No, the venues will stop it. Oh, yeah. They, they don't allow it. No, yeah. security guards just kick you out. They call it the Fugazi rule. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> they should. Because that's like the Fugazi thing. They're all, no, we will stop this show if people are stage diving. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah. that's, that's how At The Drive-In was. Yeah. Oh, really? Really? Yeah. They really? were like... Moshing wasn't really loud. And really? And yeah, it was. One of those is that things. how Beto is going to be if he's president? There will be no. There will be moshing. no moshing. There will be no. No one can stage dive at this State of the Union. All we're right, here, we're here for safety. Yeah, <laughs> we'll have a circle pit in the middle. Yes, but no yes, one can stage yes, dive. Yes. And there's people listening. They're like, "What? <laughs> they, they don't? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Get woke. <laughs> Get woke. Watch the news. Yeah." That would be amazing if you said that. There's no stage diving. That's actually just something you would send like hard times. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. That would be pretty fucking hilarious. I just, I see these hard times articles. I'm like, oh man, I could. I, I, that would I, be awesome. I, I, I know. I I have a really good headline for them. Oh my god! And of course, I would never like. We gotta write that to him. And be like, hey, Beto O'Rourke stops State of the Union due to due to stage diving. <laughs> <laughs> because that's what, of course, they like, you just know suplexes like, some the, dude off the stage. <laughs> You know, there's like term post hardcore bands that were not into like all that. Yeah. It's like, you know, let's just fucking listen to the music, guys. And Ooh. moshing was not allowed. Yeah. Oh, we have, we have breaking news. What's up? So next Saturday, we're going to be at Founders downstairs from the El Rey for the Best of Breaking Music Showcase. I just found out James Smiley may be at that show. 
Well, he's in town right now. He's back in the states. Oh, states. That's right. And he said, "I he said I could probably make that show on Saturday." No shit. All right. That's that's big well, news. That's that's, big, that's a big deal. It's tight. I miss Smiley. Well, it's tight because it's a small venue, Billy. We're <laughs> gonna have a lot, no room in there. Just kidding. That's just. I just wanted to tell everybody that. I would. I would say, like Chris, I, I know you. You struggle with claustrophobia a little Do bit. You feel like that that yeah, place maybe a before? little too small. Yes. Okay. Because I, I, I almost feel like I'm in a closet when I'm down there. Okay. So it doesn't bother me if I don't think about it. Okay. Because there's only one, but I but I bring this up when I talk about the place. There's only one entrance, and, one and, exit. And somebody fucking closes that shit and throws like a Molotov cocktail. That's actually not true. There's two exits. Oh, really? I just found out. Well, that's good. Now I left feel less. Because I know where the more secondary door the is now. But they are kind of in... You have to go upstairs, and then they split. So either way, you still have to go up the stairs. Well, I mean, you know, you trample people, of course. Yeah, you, you, you have to trample them. a couple I mean, of people. You, it's you, survival. So what we're talking about is there's a, there's a new speakeasy in Albuquerque called Founders. Have you have you been at all? I have not been. Although so, yeah. I know the guy who works the door, so I, I need to go. Okay. I mean, and everybody's like, do you have to have the password? And I guess you, you're supposed to. Yeah, but I don't. I've never again. Used... I know the guy who works the door, and I don't think he's going to care that much. I just walk in and yeah. go, "I'm going to go in the speakeasy," and they go, and they stop, and I didn't realize why they were pausing for the longest time, and then they go, "All right, yeah," <laughs> and because there's a password. Well, apparently you have to like go online and find it, but right, you're a right. speakeasy in Albuquerque. Mm-hmm. Let people in. Just, like, just, yeah, just yeah, let yeah. people in if you know you're where not... it is. Because so yeah. many people have no earthly clue where it is. Yeah, no, get to a point where you can deny people to do that, but, like, well, there's until people, you're at that point, they, just let people in. Well, they only allow 30 people. It's crazy mm-hmm. small. So the funny thing is, is, like, so the crazy thing, too, is is they do a lot of fire tricks with drinks. They do, like, smoked cocktails, right? Yes. I've seen those. And I'm like, is this what we want to do downstairs? It's <laughs> um, also true. Like, also, I don't, I'm not big on... The smell of campfires, just me being like a not an outdoors person. But that, <laughs> but that, that drink was in your good. Clothes, though. That drink was good. Though. I never tried it. Did I, you I, do I, the smoked one? Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, they the bartenders, Josh and Brandon, great guys. And and like they, like they're up down there, and they're like, you know, the drinks. You know, some of them are expensive. Some are reasonable. But they're, I'm drinking a drink, and they're just like, well, oh, we made this. Try it. Oh, we made this too. Try it. And it was, mm-hmm. I was just getting blasted. So I've got to talk about. How I first went down there, though, because this is interesting. So our friend Stu, Stu's, you know, Stu. Do you know Stu Troy? I don't think I know. Stu okay, Troy, you yeah. know him if you know. If if I say Stu Troy and you, you're like, eh, you don't know him. Oh yeah, Stu is Stu. And he's great, man. great guy. Yeah, man of the town. Man of the town. Definitely a character. Mm-hmm. He te- he texts me and he goes. Uh, when do you have time? Not, 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 not. Could you? Not would you? Uh, you know, he's like, when do you have time to talk to my friend about podcasting? Which I, I fucking hate. Yeah, it would be like, can you tell my friend? Can you teach my friend how to do comedy? Yeah, and you like, jokes like, no, it's not grown. And I can I, set you up for it, but I can't tell you how to do well, it. Well, you don't want to. Yeah, and I also don't. Yeah. And so I'm like, I'm like, uh, I don't, I don't like to do that because it never works out. So you feel like associated with their success well, at some level. And then... No, well, right. 
What I hate about it is, like, for podcasting, is, like, I just become their tech support. Yeah. They're going to call you, no, they, they give them an inch, they take a mile. Out of, out of nowhere, they're going to call me and be like, eh, how does Audacity? Oh, yeah, how do I hey, render this? Hey, we decided, like, we're going to do a fun podcast at 2.30 in the morning, so. Uh, and so then, so then he goes, well, it's Buck from the Buck and Dex show. Oh, yeah. And do you, do you know the show? I don't. You know, he's only been here a year. So Buck and oh, Dex show. Oh, he's only been here a year. Oh, wow. So for, like, 10 years, probably? More than that. 15 years? They had the morning show on one oh one oh the edge as well. Yeah, they changed it changed one oh four point one the edge. Okay, and they'd have they do like they were like the show in town. Like they were the biggest you know morning radio show in town. They were you know they had Cheaters Hotel. They had all these crazy. Things. And I couldn't stand that show. I would just <laughs> we would we would do our show and just trash it. I because it because it's just it was so hokey. It was so like. Fart, farts and dicks. Just like every stereotype of a yes. terrible morning yes. radio show. He's chosen to be in the morning. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Those fart noises. Farts, uh, farts. And the girl, girls like having an orgasm noise. <laughs> yeah. They're to fire some hot dogs. <laughs> they have face. an entire soundboard that is now offensive. Like. <laughs> so, yeah. So, I'm like, uh, and he wants to do a he wants to do a podcast and he wants to know. And I'm like, next time, Stu, lead with that. Mm-hmm. So I go and meet this guy, and I'm like interested to see like the character, the man behind the character. And to I'm gonna be real transparent here. Met him, super cool guy, super woke, super you know interesting. He's actually one of the he's involved with the El Rey and the Inside Out and the founders. Oh yeah, and he just wants to get back into it. And I'm not going to ruin it for him if he, you know, I don't want to like speculate and say what's going to happen. But anyway, we, we became friends. And then he was like, he, he literally was like, this this is so weird to me because it's kind of surreal. Because when Billy and I, I mean, we used to trash it. Yeah, we, remember? We, we did. And then all of a sudden, like, now, you know, it, it, he's like, I know a lot of people in New York. Let's talk about, you know, helping you guys get advertising. And it's mm-hmm. like, wow, you know. And it, and, and I, I'm in, I, we were in the wrong. Because, I mean, you know, they, they did the probably the best they could in the well, environment. Yeah, they could. I think you were in the wrong. You judged that yeah. based on what it was at the time. True. And that doesn't, you know, doesn't change with time just because you know them. Right, That's, right, right, right. I, I don't I think thought it's it was right hat. to, like, give them a pass and be like, oh, no, you're a nice guy. So, everything, yeah. you know, you got to well, still hold them accountable. But yeah. you could also help him be better in the future, you know? Well, my, my thing is, is, like, he's probably better than I am. He just had that. I mean,. If they put me in that environment, I probably would oh, yeah. the same And if thing. you knew that was one of those, like, if I had a fart and orgasm machine, yeah. I'm going to push it. We're going to spray hot dogs at this I'm going to spray the, the yeah. Three minutes and see how many hot if dogs. If someone's like, you want to spray then. hot dogs with someone, yeah. I'd never thought about gonna, it before, but now that you've given me the option, mm. did you yeah. just define what I was, a fart and organ machine? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I am. <laughs> like that turtle, like tortoise, who's, right. who's fucking a shoe. In, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and so, so yeah. And then he's like, "When are you gonna do your show here?" And at the time, I was in flux because we were we're doing the best of Brooklyn Music Showcase third year in a row. Last year, we did our friend Tammy's house, which was a fan. I honestly one of my favorite shows. We've that done was a long great. Time. It was sponsored by uh, Broken uh, Broken Trail. Trail. Yeah. I love Broken Trail. They made a, a beer for us. It was going to be the original beer for the show. 
Mm-hmm. And it was a Bach, experimental Bach. And they did a six barrel. And we killed that six barrel in two hours. Nice. And then he forgot. He doesn't know how to make it again. <laughs> and I was so mad. And I love Matt. Matt's like one of Matt one Simon's of, a broken trail. Matt Billion. Simon's broken trail. Great, great motherfucker. But you know, you know, he, Matt. Matt is of our ilk. He's like, ah, I don't remember. Mm. <laughs> you know? And just having um, him on the show, God, is, he's a character. He's a treat to have. He's like a guy that, like, you know, there's a lot of times we'll bring people in here and they're like, oh, I didn't know there was a camera. And, you know, and they lock, lock <laughs> up and they'll be like, he'll be like, how long have you been brewing? Five years. Nah. So tell us about that. It's great. <laughs> and Matt is the fucking opposite. He'd be like, oh, I was at EMT. You want to hear some EMT stories? And he'll just like, <laughs> saw this woman. She's really obese. I was standing up on top of the bed, ramming into her chest to wake her up because she was dying. And you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> He's such a character. But um, so we did that show last year. Well, this year the alibi is like, well, we we're gonna have you guys in the front part of uh, Sister Bar, and then and I'm like, okay. Well, then out of nowhere they're like, well, we're moving it from Sister Bar. We're not gonna be there anymore. We're gonna do the pre-show at Inside Out, which is the place next to um, Launchpad mm-hmm. with no roof. It's the, the old. Um uh, from back in the day, Golden West. Golden West, yeah. yeah. And they're like, if you know, we don't know where we're going to put you. Maybe talk to Barney, see if you'll be in the front of the launch pad. And I and I've and I've done a show there. I it was okay. I wasn't a fan of it. There was no internet. They have like it's launch it, no, pad, but it turned out okay. Mm-hmm. And then I don't, you know. So then I was like, okay, well, all right, I guess we'll do that again. And then I had this meeting with Buck from the Buck and Deck show, and he's like, when are you going to do a show here? And I go, uh, March 30th, 5 mm-hmm. p.m. <laughs> just literally like, Pfft. so now that's why we're there. Do we have guests lined up? Uh, uh, I asked the alibi to send us somebody, mm-hmm. and I said, I want one of them okay. to talk about the lineups and everything. I mean, we could get people that, you know. We know some people with the alibi. Well, I mean, we can get the alibi people, but do we want guests from the bands? Oh, that's right. So I, I There's a lot of bands I don't have any fucking clue who they musical are. Musical thing, yeah. Ashes of Jupiter is on there. Oh. Do you know them? No. No idea, right? That's, I want to say that... I, mean, I enjoy the name. That's, do you want to Do you want to play? On this, no, I don't want to play. Then you can say you were at Best Breaking Music Showcase. <laughs> Uh, what, you what? just bring your guitar and just sit there and play. We'll, we'll see. Like we'll, we'll play it by eel, as I like to say. You can be all. I played founders. I and played it, founders when it wasn't wasn't playable. Oh god, I can say that too. It's like oh yeah, I remember playing founders back yeah. in the day. Because you could play the break. Like you do. You know, I would love to play there without you know with, like being booked and just kind of set up like busker style inside. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just I'd bring I'd... your guitar in, and we'll just like move the microphone down and just be like, doo, 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 doo. yeah, I'd, I'd be down with that. All right, we'll we'll not talk about that and just ha- let it happen. Okay, that's also like, we have a musician here, <laughs> and um, best of Berkey. Like I, I'm, I'm, I understand people's problems with it. Like Russell James is on the show. He's like, I don't like the whole best of Berkey. Like people just like stuffing ballot boxes. But at the end of the day, like I've I've been on Best of Berkey a couple times. Mm. Like I never won first place in anything, but I'll be like a solid two. I think I was like <laughs> yeah, solid two. two. And then one year, like our friend Rhiannon was like, you know, you're on Best of Berkey, right? And it's like no, I didn't, I know, don't know that was a thing. 
Although I do know it's a thing, and like I, I get emails, but then I, I try not to promote myself. So, so if I do actually get on the ballot, then it's just because people like like me. Holy shit! Now, yeah. So almost it feels better for you if you do get on the ballot do because you, uh, you didn't promote. How do you feel about the best of Brigham comedian, like best comedian in town? Oh man, I. Like, I'll say this. When I first moved to Albuquerque, mm-hmm. first off, uh, it wasn't the best of Berkey on the Alibi, but the, whatever, the Albuquerque Magazine. Albuquerque the Magazine. Yeah, Albuquerque the Magazine put out their best comedian. Uh, and I'm not going to say who it was, but I'll say that was a person that I also went out to a bunch of open mics uh-huh. and never saw that person at any open mic. And for me, personally, like, if you're a comedian and you're not out there doing it every week, yeah, uh, you know it's not, it's not that I don't, yeah you should you should just be doing it, your your craft more, and so it's it's kind of uh, I mean last year Greg won mm-hmm. the alibi which I totally respect because Greg Ziomek's a fucking great comedian, a doctor and a doctor he's a doctor comedian. Uh, let me stop you right there, Doctor Ziomek, please. Doctor Ziomek, he's the doctor of comedianics. I like at the roast everyone like yelled at him for being a doctor which was more just like why are you hanging out with us like, <laughs> right. everyone funny. just got mad at him for slumming it kind of like, yeah but uh i don't know it's uh it's 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 a cool thing but i don't think it's uh like i in austin it was an actual competition right where which like it should be people would vote and then yeah. you do like you do sets against each other, yeah. And here it's uh, it's very arbitrary, I mean, which I don't I, mean, I don't we, like as we, much. We have know? been voted the best local podcast five <laughs> times. I mean, let's be fair. <laughs> We're not going to shit on that. <laughs> and don't shit on that. Like you yeah. got to have that that level of love to get there. Yeah. But I do think it's kind of like just putting it on a vote. I think it'd be cool if they did do like yeah. a show or something where like these are the top sure. three people. Let's let people like vote on what they actually do for like yeah. bands too. I think would yeah. be cool. That's, you know? that's true. Oh, what, like, what, I, would, I would have a ragtag mm-hmm. freaking people of uh, like uh, academy students, yeah. and I would just be a struggling musician and pretend I'm a substitute teacher for this little like battle of the bands for best of. I'm, I'm trying to mm-hmm. explain that fucking yeah. show, movie School of Rock. That movie School of Rock. <laughs> okay. <yeah. laughs> Well, like, you would have not done well in the band you were in, would have kicked out, and the only thing you could do was mm-hmm. become a substitute teacher. And then you realize the best way to teach those children wasn't through, like, arithmetic and things like that. Yeah. It was through the power oh. of rock. <laughs> and and uh, Smiley makes a good point. We were always a write-in vote. Five times write-in vote. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've always had, yeah. an, I've had an idea, and I want to lay this down just so nobody doesn't steal it. My idea for, like, a podcast thing is I've always wanted to do, like, a tournament-style podcast thing. Where you would pit podcasts against each other, and you would give each podcast like one topic, and they had fifteen minutes to do a podcast, and then and you would have like a judging pool. Yeah, that's like actually who can a really better good idea. Disc- yeah. That's actually that would be interesting. You'd be as like fun. you guys, you guys are a podcast. You talk about uh, weather and you know whatever. You guys are a podcast of true crime. But today you're going to talk. It's like it's like you're Iron both going to talk about yeah talk about K-pop. Yes. K-pop, yeah, just something random. <laughs> yeah, and, and and it's fine. You can use it, it's open book. You can use whatever yeah, computer in front of you. Time to do it, but and, just two can make a better yeah. conversation out of it. And I've thought, like, man, that would be so fun. I That's think. an idea no one's ever thought of. You uh, should yeah. do that. We should do that. 
like a, oh, like a podcast, podcast fight? challenge or pod something? Pod fight. Yeah. Pod fight. Welcome, welcome to pod fight. <laughs> In 15 minutes, like, and go. Click. And then you kind of have it's to, like, It's like an break. iron chef, but yes. they pull it up, and it's like, secret ingredient is... Yeah. Like the situation in Syria. You know? Points for content, points for, yes. like, closure, points for, like, delivery. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Winner of pod fight. Five invalid points. Uh, yeah, yeah, that'd be great, man. Points for points. We should, yes. Yeah. And it's like it's like you can have you know up to five members, but that's it. You know, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I would say four. I, that's four. Five. Four. Four. Yeah, yeah. So if anyone steals that, I'm suing every one of you. Okay. That's a great freaking idea. Pod fight. Pod fight. Or even so, some, somebody definitely can go in solo if they do their podcast solo. But I am going to steal mm-hmm. what I just read on Facebook. Okay. So somebody posted something. I'm gonna let this. This. Yeah. Okay. So I like this. I love this. What someone just posted, and and we should we should make this the new. Uh, uh, but are they okay? And we should do this for uh, for new people that come on the show. What band do I look like I listen to? Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's good. It's like it's like what band do you think I listen to? And you're like, well, you look like you like. Maybe Sublime, but you do have a Fallout Boy idea. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's that's genius. I'm like, fuck, that's a good one. I like that. that I, I, I feel people have a hard time with my my musical preference. Uh, obviously, I have like a crowbar. Well, you have shirt a crowbar on. shirt on, so <laughs> I, you clearly love metal. You're native. So you, I was like, oh yeah, that'd be the first thing. Well, he's native. He's native. native. You're native, so, so you are most like, and you have a crowbar shirt on, which is indicative of your of your of your my stereotype. <laughs> so I'm gonna say you like Disturbed, and then maybe uh, or some heavier shit. Like in the 2000s, you were into Disturbed, but now you're you like the Sword. Mm. And <laughs> that's also fair. Disturbed, not <laughs> yeah. so much. But I, I, I could see where you're like, oh, okay, like, yeah. And I could almost be, feel like salty, but I was like, oh, you thought I listened to like Five Finger Death Punch? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> oh man, I love that. What band do, you, do I look like? I listen to. <laughs> that's good. That's a good one. Huh? Yeah. Also, there's the, we, we actually when we have guests, we always like resort to like questions yeah. for our guests. So one of the bigger popular ones uh, we had questions we had was like what was your first beer? Yeah, oh that's a good one. Oh man, my first like beer that I really fell in love with or just no, no first, just your first, first beer. beer ever. Like were you like seven years old and it was, yeah. like, it was a Natty Ice or whatever? <laughs> no, it was. Uh, I was in China at the time. Oh so damn! So I was. Uh, was it like Yulong or whatever? Ying- Yingling? Yeah. No, not Yingling. Oh. Whatever oh. that Chinese, oh. the one that comes in the green bottle has like the the river on the front. Fuck yeah! God, I don't. It was it was some Chinese lager. Was I the know first exactly what you're talking about. And I yeah. can't think of the name. Um, my better question for the, for you. I'm sorry. So you're in China. How old were you though? Seven. Oh, okay. So you you dang. Well, that's, oh, slavery, yeah. huh? That's a great. Oh yeah. <laughs> and I made some sweet pants. I have some. I have some. I was gonna say I have some shoes over here. I made some really good. Did you make good stuff for people? So other. So you're a comedian. What 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 influenced you? Who were your influences? What were the people that brought you into this world? Like you were like, oh my god, that's what I want to do. Oh man. So I, I guess it was like I had a couple friends that were comedians that just kind of wanted someone to like go perform with them okay 
and then they'd be like, you know, come do do performances with me and stuff. Okay. Uh, in terms of actual comedians that like inspired me, yeah. I don't. I don't, I don't listen to a lot of like comedy. I mean, I love Jim Jeffries a lot. You know, uh, I'm a big Bill Maher fan. I love Jim, even Jeffries. though that gets me a lot of hate. Really? From yeah. Who? From most people. It's weird. Because most people, like, think Bill... And, which, I think, the thing people hate about Bill Maher is the thing that I love about Bill Maher. Okay. In that he's, like, he's totally a pretentious asshole who's totally. super full of himself. Knows he is. And he knows that, though. Like, talks I went and saw him live. Lookers, talks about yeah. doing drugs. No, I went and saw him live, and the whole first, like, 20 minutes of his show was the best. Because oh. people kept being like, I love you! And eventually, it was like, just shut the fuck up. Yeah, in the in the people aren't here to see you. People are here chat, to see me. Saying Sing Tao, Sing Tao. Is that the beer? That is it. Yep, Kay. Sing Tao. Our chat, our chat. Sing Tao's fucking great. Our chat yeah. room answers questions. Good for chat. Thank you, chat. Right. Yeah, thank you, chat room, yeah, for, for being on your toes right. when obviously right. we're not. But then uh, uh, John Stewart has always been Kay. one of my favorites. Good you know? one. That's like a the good Daily one. Show was. God, damn, dude, I miss dude. those days. Daily Show and then the Colbert Report. Oh my! Those were the best fucking days. And then and then when they were ending. It was like it seemed like it seemed like. Wait a minute! You're ending. The darkest days are yeah. coming. Dude, you're about to How get so much material, now? and now you're going to hand it over to Trevor Noah. And, Come on. and he's fine. He's fine. But like Jim Jeffries' show, I think is one I of the best. Don't get to watch shows. that. And I love Jim Jeffries, dude. His show is so good. I used to listen to. His, okay, people always ask me questions. They're like, like about like, well, what podcast do you listen to? I don't listen to a lot. Yeah, because uh, you know, a lot people of people is going to make a comedy. I'm like, I don't, well, no. the, the thing with that is like stream of consciousness. Because like when I used to listen to a lot of shows, I would kind of like it would just kind of bleed over, mm-hmm. and I and I hate that because that's not fair. That's I'm not I don't want to steal. But like if I was going to say anything, um, Jim Jeffries like he had a great podcast, and, and it was very limited though because he you know you only have so many stories, and he was doing his TV show, which which saved those stories for your TV show. Yeah. And he did, and that TV show was fantastic. Oh, like Jim, it's so Jeffries, good. Like, did you ever like listen to the story about whenever like the him and uh, him and another guy were comedians in in uh, England, and because they were comedians, they only worked at night, and they came and went, and so the other gangs in the neighborhood thought they were drug, drug dealers. dealers. Well, he so made that into like on legit, yeah. Yeah, and they robbed him. So they tried to rob. Yeah, they robbed him, and they like tied him up and had machetes, and it was like this crazy story. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, holy shit! But Jim Jeffries, he he tells like what I love about him is like uncensored. Oh, dude, I love because the show he does now is like a new show, and the last mm-hmm. one he did was about like uh, yeah. sort of anti-Muslim rhetoric. Oh yeah, yeah okay. in Australia. And there's a great part where he's talking to this Jewish guy from Australia, and he's like, maybe you should move to the Outback. Yeah. A lot of white people there. You'd love that. <laughs> and then he just goes, but they'd hate you. It's just like, fucking Jim Jeffries. Boom. It's, like, yeah. yeah. Like, he's well, just so honest with people. Oh, it's great. Yeah. And it's 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 pretty, yeah, he like he does a great, like it's been it's been shared so many times, a great bit on like why having guns in America. Oh, the whole gun thing? Like, yeah. Oh, but let me let me put it in my closet. Gotta go. Get yeah. The code shit. Yeah. Yeah. And it, and it yeah he, he's really good. He's and, great. And, yeah. I, and I loved I love because he's just got that feeling of like he doesn't, Give which I fuck. think you need to have that like because we're so like so many people are so scared now mm. of like oh some 
someone's gonna get pissed someone's off about what I say. I feel like Jim Jeffries is like, oh, have you? I heard- don't care. And also, if you like, as a comedian, yeah. I don't think there's anything that's not something you can joke about. No, you have to respect what it is, right? And then stand behind what you say, right? And Jim Jeffries, I think, always does that. Have you like, heard his bit about when he went to the porn store? <laughs> and he's buying have you heard this have you ever heard this Billy I've not heard so this so he goes to buy like this uh, it, it's fantastic and, and I really like you know I can't do it justice but like anyway he buys this uh, fuckable torso a sex doll no, no just a torso oh and it has the it has like a, a vibrating egg thing in it well somehow he like he takes it back to the hotel room with the porn and he's fucking the torso and it falls off the bed and it breaks and so then it still has the vibrating egg. So he sticks it up his ass and finishes, like, masturbating with a vibrating egg up his ass. When he goes to pull it out, well, it's not made for that. And the cord breaks off. Ooh. So the egg stays up his ass for, like, three days. And, like, finally he, like, goes... He like he goes to the bathroom and he like I can't remember what it was like he stuck something up his ass and like pried it out and then just three days with his shit sprays out on and he does this whole thing and you're just like good lord yeah. <laughs> this happened to you because otherwise you would not have this story I would laugh it's fucking hilarious it's so good yeah. whereas I could see like someone like my mother would be like oh god I'm, no no I couldn't I'm leaving right <laughs> how dare you. <laughs> so that so wow, so forget your Bill Maher. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry, I was just making an expose. Like, forget yourself. Oh, that's one of my So mom. Bill Maher, Bill Maher is an interesting one because, like, I feel like as a as a, I don't talk about politics a lot, but I, I'm very left. I'm 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 progressive left wing. Mm-hmm. Bill Maher, it's like our. I don't know how to explain it. Like he's not Rush Limbaugh for us, but he's that guy. That no, he is in that same vein of like it's going to be. Although I will say he could say things that I'm, I'm like oh, I, I, I do like. That. He does put Republicans on his show quite a bit, which yes, is cool. He does, which is something that I don't think that any like no he does hardcore like yeah he is kind of the mirror of those like Hannity yeah. and people yeah. But I like he does it with a way of respect, right? Right. Because that's why I always hated fucking Bill O'Reilly. Because any time Bill O'Reilly had anyone that disagreed with him, oh, by yeah. the end of that interview, it would just turn into Bill O'Reilly calling him a pinhead. Uh, you're a pinhead. Yeah. And you're stupid. You don't know anything. Like, Bill Maher is definitely, like, every Republican he has on, I always respect him because he's like, you came to the lion's den, and no one in my audience agrees with you. Yeah. But thank you for coming, you know? And, and that, that's fantastic, you know? I do dig that. And that's a, and that's a good thing, you know? That's true. So... What's the biggest show you've done? Oh, man. Uh, I guess I did a, a philanthropy show in Santa Fe. Okay. It was pretty big. Did like 15 minutes there. 6,000 people, right? Uh, maybe like 30, you know? Yeah. And I, half of them were into it. 30 was the biggest people? The, the people? Yeah. I, I have to tell you. So whenever we interviewed John Fugelsang, mm-hmm. I had no idea who he was before. Though They tell me the name. And I'm like, and I'm like, okay, we'll do it. And then I'm like, and I go look him up, and I go, oh, I remember this guy from VH1. And then I'm like, but 
what's he been doing since? I go look at my Twitter, 500,000 Twitter followers. And they're like, yeah, he's going to do a show at uh, the Kiva. Or the, yeah. No, Chemo. The Chemo. And I'm like, okay. For like 20 people? Or what? I mean, Mm -hmm. I, I don't know who he is. And I look at the tickets. You know how much the tickets were? Hmm. Oh, sixty dollars, dude. And there was like five hundred people there for this guy. Yeah, people went and nuts. And so that's the thing that's crazy is like there's this whole comedy world. Like I'm like I'm out of touch. My buddy went mm-hmm. to Carrot Top the other week. I like, would he's go to Carrot Top. Still getting shows, dude. Carrot Top makes a fuckload of money. So much money. All right, Carrot Top is probably worth. Mm. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. So we have a, we have an ongoing. Are we going to question the wealth of Carrot Top? Oh no, we have an ongoing thing on this show. It's a game, really. It's a game. We, just... we we have really. This is the only game we have, and it's called Are, Are they, they okay? okay? So think about when you were a kid. Okay. Who was your favorite pop culture whatever that you've never thought about like since then? Oh man, like Elizabeth Berkeley, you know stuff like that. Don Knotts. Don, well, he's probably dead. Is he dead? He's dead. He's dead. God damn right. it. Okay. Let's, Elizabeth Shue. I Elizabeth love Elizabeth Shue. Shue. So, have you seen her for a while? Has she been working? No, I think the last thing she did was like Hamlet too. Oh, my goodness. So, do you think so, she's do you think she's okay? I though? hope she's okay. And okay meaning financially. Say, say financially. So, say she does live in L.A. I still want her to be pretty, though. Cause it's like oh, she's going to be a, like well, a she's knockout. Gonna be she's going to be well, a knockout. I mean, you got to think like, you know, like, I, you know, Todd Bridges or whoever. Do they have money to live on? Are they? What are they doing? Did they, 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 how much money they make though from like one thing that they do? I know, right? But, but, but is it enough? Is and it enough? also, how do they handle it? Because so, a lot of those people just fucking get do stupid yes. shit. So yeah. here's here's why we look this up. So like, you got to think like, are they okay? Do they have enough money? If they live in North Dakota and they have two million dollars, they're great. They're fantastic. If they live in Malibu and they have two million dollars, they're close to bankruptcy. Yeah, you're on the edge there. So Elizabeth Shue is she shoeless? Hold on. Okay. How much? I how, how much money do you think Elizabeth Shue is worth? Just like her net worth? Yes. yes. I haven't looked it up yet, so I don't know. I want to say, say five million dollars. One point three billion. No, million. Okay, not <laughs> million. I was like, I'm gonna, yeah, I was going to give you a chance. I'm gonna. Elizabeth Shue. I bet sh- say eight, eight oh, million. Okay, that's fair. So he says one point three million. She's awesome in a way. She just her persona from her movies and like her shows and shit. I feel okay. that she had good management. I feel that okay. she was smart enough to handle her money mm-hmm. well. Uh, okay. So five million is fair. Right. Like saying she got like a considerable payout from like the Karate Kid movie and like, oh that's right the Karate Kid she was in the Karate Kid and like uh, leaving Las Vegas yeah uh, she film. was on Hamlet two Hamlet two was a like a minor role yeah uh, and she was actually here in town for that so he says one point two million or one point three million something like that one point well, it was like yeah two million okay so we'll say two million two million okay you I say, say five million I say eight. Right? Okay. I win. Really? $12.5 million. Good for her. Holy smokes. Good for her. That's that's not even money accumulated from just her roles. That's her being a bad bitch and basically handling her money well. And she married someone that was pretty well off, too. That's also a thing I just don't want to assume. Who is she married to? Andrew Shue. From Melrose Place. 
Oh no, maybe that's not. No, maybe not. Maybe I'm wrong. I met, made that up. I made that whole part up. No, I don't know. She's worth, but she's worth twelve and a half million dollars. Yeah, and I know that's you know assets and everything. So, so I was the closest. I said eight. She was worth twelve point five million dollars. Twelve point five million dollars. Yes. So, like, so, so she's okay. She's, she's okay. doing fine. Okay. Okay. You know. What Thank about goodness. what about like I said Elizabeth Berkeley? Ooh, I think you've done this before on the show. I, I don't remember that. I just remember like because Showgirls was her opus. And yeah, I and do calling that—that's that's kind of bad. calling yeah. that an opus. Showgirls was anyone's opus. All right, so I already know. I can't uh, guess, but you guys can guess. Elizabeth Berkley from Saved by the Bell mm-hmm. and Showgirls fame. I want to say three million dollars. Three million, okay. I feel, I, feel, I feel she she can work a circuits like like fans. She's doing comic cons or something. Yeah, yeah I would yeah. say yeah. It's like Showgirls was so how much? Three million. Okay, five million. He wins six really? million dollars. Good for her. God She's damn. okay. Way to go, Elizabeth okay. Berkley. Great game, right? Yeah, because you're always like. Fuck, man! You're like, what about blah blah blah, man? I love that what guy. What happened to them? Who was the person we were talking about? Were they okay? The, the original? Who was the original person we said? Uh, I, I don't Damn know. It. Can we roll back the tape? Is the producer? Are the producers? But <laughs> <laughs> well, this is a game we like to play, and every once in a while, yeah, and we'll, and we'll go off on it for like thirty minutes. We're like, oh, but are they okay? And there's some people that surprise you, like like yeah. oh, I thought they were doing great, dude. You know who's yeah. real? No, but then there's some people that you're like, I bet they barely have any money, and then it's ridiculous. They're owning it, yeah. So do you know who like who's the shocker? Hmm. Is like um, I don't remember which one it was, but like either Norm, no, it's Norm. Normie or Cliff from fucking Cheers. Okay, uh, John Ratzinger. worth the most, like just more, more than Ted Danson is better than like Let's freaking Shelby Long. Ratzenberger net worth is is, it, is that's naughty. oh John because he does all those Pixar movies. Oh, that's what How it much, is. So let me ask he you. Gets all that Pixar money. So let me ask you, John Ratzenberger, who was Cliff. Yeah, he was Cliff. He what also was a pig. Guys, what do you think that guy's worth? Uh, I put it like twenty-two million. Twenty-two million. Billy, do you remember? I remember. I'm not going to say that. Just take a guess. Uh, $35 million. You guys are so nowhere near. Is it way higher than that? Fucking way God higher God damn than it. Like, it's it's like, like fucking like. Cliff from Cheers, <laughs> who was an extra. And they were like, you know what? We want to make you guys like actors on the show. $80 million. Because yeah. he's the pig in Pixar. He's been in every yeah. Pixar movie. Now, what's the other guy's name? Uh... Um, Norm from Cheers. Let's see. I think he's up there too. He's yeah. I, I don't think mm. he's bad either. Is it? Is, yeah. He's doing okay. What's his name? Is now I want to know Ted Danson's worth. George Went. Oh, Ted Danson makes a shit ton of money. Oh, Ted Danson's worth a ridiculous. Yeah, he's amount. on the Good Place right now. Right, he's, he's still got a show right him. now. Huh. And then he was on uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm. Bored to death. So. George Went, who is is Norm from Cheers. Both of these guys st- were were just in the background. Side characters. Yeah. yeah. Huh? What, what do you think he's worth? Not the same. Sixty-five million dollars. No. Okay. That's. I'd say like twenty-two. I'm gonna go twenty-two again. Uh, we're gonna go in the middle. 
Forty-five million dollars. Forty-five million dollars. What so has he been on? You're what? Like, he doesn't do shit. Yes, he hasn't done anything. I know. What? Like, what in the motherfuck? I'm not okay with this. See, but the, this is where you're like, you're like, what? How <laughs> yeah. is that fucking possible? So he's okay. Oh, he's okay. He's doing fine. He's making other people okay. Yeah, let's not be worried about him. Yeah, and th- those are like the people you're just like, what in the motherfuck, dude? Yeah, like crazy, you know. But then there's people like, uh, uh, what's the guy that played the guy that played Shaggy in the Scooby Doo movies? Or eight hundred thousand dollars? Oh, Matthew oh, Lillard. Yeah, and you're like, yeah. Ooh. and you like lives in L.A. and you're like, oh, dude, oh dude, yeah, what happened? Driving, you drive a Honda. You were in without a paddle. What happened to you? <laughs> yeah, right. It, it's one of my favorite games, and people are like, mm-hmm. "Why do you guys play that?" I'm like, because Billy's like, "Well, they're all rich. It doesn't matter." I'm like, "Yeah, but yeah." Imagine if you made it famous, and then you just like had your one shot, and then had nothing. Had to live off that the rest of your life. Could you? You know. And then you have to go up to job interviews, and that's your like reference. So you know who is like that, and is uh, the Shermanator guy from the American Pie movies. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Like they've like he's like a waiter at uh, sushi restaurants, or he's been like that happened after those movies. Yeah, wow. Because he didn't make enough money off those, and he just was like, "Well, because the Shermanator was a very bit part." In it. Yeah, and he's so still, but I mean, it's pretty iconic. Yeah, you know, people know he's him. He's been in like three movies, which I think only would make his life worse. Yeah. I would like, not hey. want to be a server and oh, be in Jesus. like a famous movie where yeah. I have a nickname associated oh, with geez. me. Oh, The Shermanator. The Shermanator's here. Oh, God. It's like, yeah, that that's rough. That's amazing. He He's still alive. So, big, big question. So, yeah. you're a comedian. Would you do acting like if someone's like, we have these bit parts or these parts in com- comedy movies? Oh, yeah. Because I've, I've talked to comedians who are like, no, nah, I'm just a comedian. I'd rather just be a comedian. Well, I've done, like, I did acting before I did comedy. Oh. Oh. Like, I, I went to film school. Ooh. So that was my whole, yeah, big waste of time, but. Really? Uh, yeah, That's what Kevin of. Smith says as well. It really is. It's like, you know. Interesting. It's like, it. you have to learn the craft because you have to learn the rules before you can break the right. rules as, right. as you need to, you know. And there are there is a certain level of skill that you have to learn with, with anything, you know. Sure. Stand-up, you know, music, any, anything. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, uh. Yeah, at, at a certain point, it's like it's it's kind of just a narcissistic exercise of like people who okay. think they can do it. And... Oh, fair enough. I've, I've I've done a little bit of film stuff, but I've never I wouldn't go to school for it. I would just learn from the people that already are here doing it. Well, I just had to go to school too. This yeah. like family thing, you know. I understand that. Um, I mean, we're kind of at the two hour point. You guys want to want to throw it down? We're kind of done. <laughs> Uh, throw it down as in like go more no because <laughs> no. I'll throw down right now I'll, I'll throw down we'll fight <laughs> I think we're good I mean do you, do you want to talk about some more stuff or? Uh, hey it's up to you man I'm, this is your uh, podcast I know and I'm like uh, I'm hungry yeah <laughs> food that's, you guys that's... don't have an open mic tonight nah I saw that it got cancelled it got cancelled Tito... no they're trying to upgrade the sound system yeah because the last few weeks has been bad really is it the pa like about a couple comedians in to get super fuzzy oh have you go not, acapella i bet it's not the pa i bet it's the, the mix oh so they're like yelling on stage without a mic oh i had to yell at people he was like we're only doing two minute sets and yell at people oh that's the pa that's not the pa that's a mixer the mixer's probably got you know 
little short, maybe short okay. somewhere. Yeah. yeah, they're upgrading it. So that's what I heard. That's what I heard. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. You should be out well, good. Yeah. Well, um, tell people where they can kind of can they check your comedy out anywhere? I mean. Other than the can is there anywhere online you have? Anything? I really don't have anything online. I oh, need man. to start recording myself. You know, fuck I. But, uh, I, I feel like I want I want to say this to you. I feel like you 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 do really well at this. If you if you ever want to fill in, like when we have people off, you definitely. Dude, I, I'd, I'd be down to be on this anytime. Shit, for sure, man. I think that's a great idea. If, like, great. if we need some fill-ins, I might yeah. I might you know bring you in. You know, just fuck it. You know, you, you do pretty well. <laughs> Well, thank you. Yes, that's good to hear because I'm very self conscious. Yeah, I would have no, no. Because sometimes without like, hearing that, I would have just worried all day. There are times when like I need to be off the show because yeah. I'm out of town. There are times when I ate too much food. And I'm on the toilet. <laughs> he's and he's feel- drank too much the night before. Yeah, yeah. Don't want to do it. Yeah, it any, like no, anytime. Yeah, yeah. We'll 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 keep you on. This that. has been fun. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Well, uh, people can check you out at open mics Sunday nights at uh, at uh, Bose Brewery. Yeah, I do. I normally do like uh, I try to do every open mic a week. So yeah, and you've got what do you Sunday. have coming up? And then I've got uh, four twenty festival on the twenty first. I'm performing then. I think it's the twenty seventh for Ramiro nice. Garcia's thing. Okay, and that's going to be filmed because he's going to have like multiple camera setups. So okay. I'm definitely going to release that. And then I think like next month, the uh, first Tuesday, I'm doing like 20 minutes at Zulos or something. Hey, you know, I'm I'm around. Smiley, I'm around town. Smiley wanted to know: Are we replacing him while we're while he's out of town? Oh, that's. It sounds well, like that, Smiley. It sounds like that, Smiley. Anyway, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Of course not, no, Smiley. Smiley of is, course not. He's a tendrick minimum institution. Now. He's he is an institution. People will get pissed. It's like where the fuck yeah. is Smiley? They'd be like, uh, they'd be yeah. like, first of all, why'd you replace him? Second of all, is he really like that? I would just get <laughs> killed out in the streets. <laughs> no, the Smiley, someone would recognize Smiley me. Is our is is like the the quirky weird guy on our show, and like people literally like like we'll show up to a place, Billy and I, and they'd be like, oh, you guys are here. Where's James? Where's Smiley? Mm. Um, well, you know, he's probably at his house. Is he is he on his way? <laughs> no, well, no, I don't, I don't think so. Are you tracking? Oh, oh all right. Is he, is he really like that in real life? Like what? Like he's on the show. Yeah. <laughs> like right. This happens. Right? Yeah, it's just uh, pretty you know. normative enough to like know that like we've dealt with Smiley for so long. He's not worried about us. Like, yeah. And so his character and his like her persona may seem really freaking strange to other people but that's him but that's him and we we embrace him and it's that's basically yeah. like if you were any other way then it'd be weird yeah for me Fair. very true so yeah so um for us billy you've got a show coming up when i have a show uh april fool's day uh- <laughs> And so I really hate like promoting an April Fool's Day joke because I wanted to come at people that don't sure, expect. Sure. It's like, oh, it's mm-hmm. the first day of April. Also, you're gonna get trolled and like pranked today. And so oh, when, okay. when, when we're promoting an April Fool's show, I really don't like using the word. We're playing April first, yeah, at Sister Bar. No. Oh. And so, with that being said, like there was gonna what be what day like, of the week is that? It's a Monday night. That's crazy. Mm. That's where I'm fooled. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, Belmont's playing. They're going to be fucking patenting. Mm. Oh, it's a, well, it's a Monday. It's a Monday. 
You go out and they're like, April Fools, do your taxes. You have tax preparers here. You bring all your stuff. (laughs) And also, like, there's always those. God, like I said, I've never been fooled by an April Fools prank. But I know when people are doing it on Facebook. Yeah, yeah it's like I just broke up with my like husband or something. Or like we were getting uh, divorced. My f- my favorite one is like the local. I mean, it probably was Buck and Dixon, but they did one where Los Ranchos was going to put in a toll booth, and they're like, "Yeah, they're like we have news today that uh, upcoming Los Ranchos is going to put a toll booth in for their roads. So if they, you drove in, you'd have to pay." Yeah, and people mm-hmm. fucking got livid. <laughs> like that's fucking bullshit like they're like, that's bull man like they can't do that because it's like right in the middle of Albuquerque it's like a city right if people out there listening there's there's a town in the middle of Albuquerque called Los Ranchos it's it's own city and they were like the, the radio was like we're, they're putting in a toll booth and uh you know. their own city state and yeah just... and, and and you know they're already pretentious mm-hmm. <laughs> so it was like one of those things where people like want to hate them anyway so immediately people just like lit into it and I was kind of like oh and I was like and that's a sneak in. You can't. Yeah. You, and then at the end of the day, it's like, oh shit, it's April first. Do I'm yeah. the idiot now? Yeah, I think that's funny. So yeah, and then where where can you catch us live next Saturday downstairs at Founders? Founders, yeah. If you don't know what it is, find out what it is. We and also, Chris and I have this thing. And I'm, it's really counter, like it's counterproductive in a way that we want businesses to thrive and do well, but we don't. But we don't want them to do well. <laughs> no, because I want to go there. Yeah, because you don't want everyone to show up there. Bar Uno is ruined. Is that? that yeah, I've yeah, never yeah. been, but it's not. Yeah, because you can, and, and you're not gonna. Okay. Because you're gonna walk up I'll and you're never gonna go, go. Well, there's not enough. I. Yeah. You walk in there, like, so Baruno is next, you know, is this I've place. seen it. It's just like a storefront. Yeah. yeah. And we used to go there, and it was fun. And then, like, you go there on a Friday night, and you have to get there, like, at 8 fucking 30 now to get a table. Because it's just full throttle packed. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, it only holds, like, 25 people, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you just can't even, like, you, you'll get in, and you'll stand there like this, like, packed, drinking, yeah. you know, standing. Done. It's done. And so this place, you, you know, like uh, my joke is, my, my joke is, is like I, you go to a place and you're like, this place is great. Sh- I should tell people so it doesn't fold. But then if I do, I can't come here. More people are going to come then here. Then you're like, yeah. should I ask them if they're a drug front? Because that would be <laughs> fucking fantastic. Because yeah. then they're just good. You know? <laughs> so that's that's definitely. Like <laughs> if it's the, a drug front, I'm solid. Uh, I don't have to do like anything. The conundrum is like everything yeah. we want in a place is like we found an awesome place. Yeah, and then now, like we, we, we people we, are gonna love it, love and it. ruin it. <laughs> yes, that's and, and and like everything that's great gets ruined. I mean, yeah. That's just that's just. That's the why best. I want to live in Austin. Yeah. And everyone that lives in Austin that you talk to that's been there since like the nineties is like Austin sucks now. No, yeah. because yeah. it got too cool. Portland, and everyone to move yeah. there. Yeah, any any city that becomes cool, people that aren't cool move there. Yeah. To try to become cool. Well, I'll move there and be cool, man. Yeah. I'll be cool. I don't need a personality. I'll just move to a city. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, it's like, they just ruin it. Yes. And that's why we yeah. never need Albuquerque to be cool. Yeah. People, yeah. That's why we always go, uh, just so you guys know, a lot of people get killed here. A lot of kills. Uh, you see of, Breaking Bad, the whole meth thing? That's know, us. A lot of, that's... Lot, of, lot, of, lot of medical waste everywhere. <laughs> Burning cars. 
I can't take a step without like a syringe. Just burning, <laughs> come on, burning cars. Yeah. Uh, I want to finish the show. I want to give a big shout out to the New Mexico United. Okay, we yeah. are currently undefeated. Undefeated. Nice. Uh, we have one win and three ties. That's and undefeated. I want to talk shit right now to every fucking Albuquerquean <laughs> that's in the fucking New Mexico United forums that goes, you know what's wrong with our team? We're undefeated. It's our first fucking season. Shut the fuck <laughs> up and let us enjoy something. Yeah. Like I go in their forums mm-hmm. and it's just like, well, here's why we're not winning. Fuck you. We're number two We're not in losing. The we're number two in the league of yeah. 18 teams. Number two. Well, here's why we're not number one. Oh, Jesus you. Christ. Let's just win a game, roll some cars over, and light them on fire, and have a good time yeah. like most people. Yeah, like the rest of the world. Like the rest of the world. You <laughs> have a sports team. <laughs> yes, that's fun. Like, yeah. the people enjoy So Cleveland's been dealing with this can shit I, for can years. Can piss on a fiery car? Yes. Yeah. I want a riot. Here's yeah. what I want to see a riot. Here's what, I, here's what I love about it. The first game I've gone to, the two home games we've had, 12,800 people went to the first game. 8,300 people went to the second game, which was on a Wednesday. There's been, there's like three or four locations you can go and watch the away games. And they're so packed, people are asking for a bigger venue to watch the away games. And I'm like, Holy shit, this is not the Albuquerque that I know. Mm-hmm. Usually we're just like, eh. No. Eh, I don't care. That's expensive. <laughs> no. Stuff costs money. I don't like it. $13, fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, fuck the Scorpions. <laughs> but, I mean, there, there is definitely a fucking hater group, and, you know, fuck them, you know? You know what? They're plants from other teams. Possibly. Yeah. Because we, we, yeah, we, we love our United here. It's, it's, uh, it's Oklahoma. <laughs> Sons of bitches. I just want to roll over one car and light it on fire. Is that crazy? <laughs> Give us something. Like, Come on. Let us be those people we see on the news. We should be. We lighting. see Philadelphia. Do you yeah. like, we could Have, do that better. We've never looted here. Yeah. Never once. When is our time? It's going to be our turn. <laughs> it's my time. <laughs> With that, uh, every, uh, we go to tindrickminimum.com. Uh, you know, do you have a do you have a website or anything? I don't. You no. don't. Do you have YouTube videos? Or no. Okay. Fair. I need to work on my shit. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. No, no. Yeah. I mean, it, it is what it is. You know. Oh yeah. Go to tindergarten.com. You can you can you can watch us live on 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 uh, when we do shows. Go to facebook.com forward slash tendrink. That's the best place to watch us. Like our page. You know, we have a Patreon. It's somewhere on on the video here. Um, you know. Do you have a Facebook page? I do. Do you have a fan page? No. You need that. Do you just, should, should people just ask? Add you? me normally. What's just your page? Up. Robert Western Eister. Robert Western Eister. Cool. Just look me up. Well, thank you. The Rob Meister. Rob Meister. Well, thank you for coming on. Oh, thank you for well, having we'll, me. Man. And we'll have you again. Cool. And uh, thank you, uh, Tractor Brewing, for the fine beer that you gave us and made for us. The Wavy Hour Ale. Go to any location of Tractor Brewing and have that. Uh, and with that. We are 10 drink minimum.